Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy hump day. May the 18th. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank you all for joining us. If you could, five-star review where you are listening. Thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe in the chat so you can join us, please, and thank you. We've got a packed house. Scoob's in the house. How we feeling, Scoob? I'm feeling good. Uh, you may have seen, but I finally, I hit a slip. Oh! What? It took, Someone's off the schneid. Dude, I went and looked after when the last slip I hit was. You guys want to take a <laughs> guess the last time I hit one? Oh, God. take a stab at it, Jim. When do you think it was? Um, I feel like you were riding a specific player in like March. I can't remember who that was, person was, but I think it, was, it had to be like early March. Uh, I will say, give me a... Right before All-Star break. February. Wait, you guys didn't think I hit a slip since February? No, it was April twenty third. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, listen, you never oh, know. You complaining about yeah, that? Yeah, wait. <laughs> it's called gambling, Scoob. No, man, a, a month without hitting a slip. That and like when I was like picking my spots too, I was like waiting for the numbers to speak to me. Oh, that's Scoob's rough. first time gambling. Yeah, I was picking my spots. I was making good. Yeah, yeah, we all were, buddy. Yeah, I'm just gonna have yeah one beer. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> jams the, in the house. The a ladies fresh came face. through. Oh, they did. They did not for me. We'll get to our slips. A fresh-faced, me, myself, and Irene Jam Carey is in the house. How we feeling, Jam? Good. Got the the summertime haircut. Now I'm just praying that Al Horford is not giving the entire Celtics team COVID. Nah, I can't believe the NBA is still testing for that. Roger Goodell would never. David Stern would never. David Stern would never. Al Horford would have died a horrible death. And David Stern was, hey, DNP. Maybe he'll be he's questionable. Uh, maybe he'll be back for the middle of the series. But, hey, maybe not. Yeah, KT, just one month. Oh, yeah, I remember my first bad slip or my first bad uh, skid. It lasted four years. So I don't want this April 23rd business. It I think I've hit one slip ever like, <laughs> in the history of slips. Yeah, look, your slip was Ryan Howard. The over, of yep. course. Yep. The Harrow booster. And what was the third? Uh, Alicia Gray over 17 Alicia and a half Gray. PRA. And she got 24. Alicia Gray. Scoob knows ball. Yes, I do. For I, the first time. For the first <laughs> You're hot, though. You're hot. You got to stay hot. I, I immediately, I, dude, I joined a midnight best ball last night. Oh, Scoob is back. <laughs> Scoob is back. Scoob I, already, had one. I already joined two of them. I got one win and joined two best balls off of it. 
Scoob had once and now, man. I don't. I haven't touched that stuff in years, man. He got one whiff of a Miller Light, and Scoob's in there. He's in there trying to suck it from the damn tap. He's an animal. Um, we love to hear it. I didn't hit. Diddly wasted my booster because Ryan Howard hit. Of course, Harrow hit. Bam Adebayo versus Gabe Vince an assist straight up. Just lost it three to one. Riveting wow, I stuff. Had, I had Gabe Vincent on that one, but I paired it with uh, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, PRA, and I'm guessing you can figure out where I, where I went wrong there. Yeah, you picked Jimmy Butler, right? <laughs> I just uh, didn't didn't expect Jimmy Butler to have 25 free throw attempts. That's what, that's on me. That's all he does. Literally, uh, <laughs> yeah. Whiffed on that one. I had another the slip I put in the community. Let's. Let's just not. I had bam, 12 rebounds and assists. Five. So thanks for that. I had the Grant Williams over. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. He had more sound bites than PRA. How many times were they gonna go to that? Like oh he's my talking God. the whole game. That was six cutaways to Grant Williams just being like, come on, boys, we can do it. I feel like he, he was practicing his sound bites more than he was for the game. He's like, I need to have something good when they say when he's talking to the rap. Okay, good talk, man. No, he just All never right. shuts up. That, he's, he's not practicing. He just will never stop talking. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like it. I wish he'd uh, talk himself into six more points, rebounds, or assists is what I could have used. Likewise. So there was that. Um, how uh, Worry check, Jam. One to ten. <laughs> Zero being no worry. Ten being high worry. Like how worried are we? Four, okay, uh, okay. I don't know. I I went into the game thinking they had zero chance once Marcus Smart and Al Horford were not going to play. Not they wrong. played quite well in the first half, and they gave me this stupid sense of uh, false hope. Which they gave it to you, it. or you 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 pulled it out of nowhere. I mean, the, they scored forty two points in the paint in the first half. I feel like they they had something to do with it. I didn't just muster it out of nowhere, but uh, yeah, no, or it's, did it's you? My fault. It's my fault for believing in something. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I was getting to. Uh, but Marcus Smart should be back game two. Uh, I don't know. They lost game one in the Buck series. If they really lo- if they lose the next game, the worry meter is cranked up. But I feel like. They responded to in the Buck series after every loss, they came back with a win. So, pretty so no, no Horford game two, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's out game two. I've heard so many different things about like what the program. I heard he's dead. Has now. anyone seen him alive? Has anyone? Do we know if Al Horford is still? Is he just Queen Elizabeth now? The last time I saw Al Horford, he was in the middle of the Celtics huddle about a half hour before it came out that he tested positive, uh, just coughing and uh, breathing on everything. Looking at his palms and just slapping fives, man. Did you see that tape, Scoob? It was nasty stuff. It was, he, he, was, he was shaking his head like a dog and there was like, yeah, sweat like a, going like, everywhere. It was disgusting. Like a wild pit, man. Um, but, but yeah, only he got uh, uh, the bug. So there's that. I, yeah, great, great first half. And then I don't know what happened in the third quarter. Jam, do you? Uh, Jason Tatum just kind of, like, stopped playing basketball. They had, like, a, a horrendous run where they had just some bad turnovers. Emes Furious calls the timeout. And then immediately out of that, like, where you think the guys would be galvanized, they're going to lock in Jason Tatum on back-to-back uh, possessions. Basically just 
pitches it to Jimmy Butler to have a wide open dunk. And it's just like, I was like, oh. Jimmy Butler had like three straight, like, huh? The ball was in my and just walked to a layup. I was like, man, all Spolster, of them for Jason Spolster Tatum calling that. Spoelstra calling that number. That guy has something else, cool. Jason Coach Tatum locked eyes with Jimmy Butler and just like gave him a nice chest pass just, and said, "Here, here, son, succeed." Yeah, uh, give me only the third quarter there. We can't, Sex Jay. We're looking at the box score for yesterday's game. Only the third quarter. Jason Tatum, zero for two from the field, six turnovers. That's a t- what's what's that minus say there, school? Twenty five. That's minus wow. twenty five in twelve minutes. Jason Tatum just decided to like the third quarter. He said, "I simply will not play it." After having if he if he did not play it, if he did not play, y'all might have won. If he just was like, you know what, I've done what I need to do. Jalen Brown went over for that third quarter. He was a minus twenty one. One starter hit a bucket, and it was Robert Williams. That's tough. That's so, my that's my reason for hope though is that like Robert Williams seemed to be back to being Robert Williams. And so I don't know how his knee's gonna hold up because he did have Yeah, like, he tweaked a it a little bit off. at the end, didn't he? Oh, that looked I think it was just like a cramp in his leg. It wasn't related to uh the knee. So luckily he's there, okay. but like he was making a big difference in the first half. And it's like, oh, he's back back. That's pretty like that's a good sign for the Celtics. I think he was still like they lost this game, but I think he was a plus five. In his minutes, and so yeah, he gave great minutes. Like he, a couple of those oops, he I was like, oh, that knee seems very healthy, getting up very yeah. high, very quick. Oh, the, the, Steph says Jason Westbrook. Jam, do you care to respond? I think the chat's being ugly. Uh, no, the chat has already told me that I look like I haven't slept today, and that I look like <laughs> a thirteen-year-old. So I just uh, I don't care for chat today. Uh, <laughs> Jim, can you address uh, can you address the allegations that injuries uh, matter for the first time after this loss? I I was told um, that I think I think injuries only matter once you get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, um, yes. Anytime mm. before that, it doesn't really. Okay. There's the rub. I don't think you can really take it into account. But like once you get down to there's only four teams left. I feel like the player availability matters a decent amount. Okay. Okay. Thank you for addressing it. At least. Thank you. For Listen, we, we, it. we we can check it off the docket. That's right. Um, <laughs> I thought uh, I wrote this down. In the first half, Boston looked like a team that had played two times since the Heat had last played in a good way, and in the second half, they looked like a team that had played two times since the Heat had played last played in a bad way. I don't know if it was fatigue or what. That third quarter. Uh, give me the the Heat. Third quarter. Because I feel like on the flip side, yeah, Jimmy Butler, that quarter alone, 17 points, two boards, three steals, a block, and he shot 10 free throws. That's a good game. That's pretty good. Like, that's a, if I told you Max Struess just did that for the whole game, you're like, hey, look at Max Struess. But he carried him. Gabe Vincent had a good game. The Struce got he got a little loose. The Struce got a little loose. He was getting cooked in the beginning a little bit. He bounced back. He bounced <laughs> back. Um, and Dwayne did. I don't know what it like. I watched the Deadman minutes, and yeah, they were what plus what did I say plus thirteen and like five Dwayne Deadman minutes in the third quarter. Yeah, and he got his ass those, stuffed those, at the rim. It was tough. <laughs> those coincided with the Tice minutes, which um, mm, well, Tice like got that block book. on him, so Tice got something to put on the gram for tonight. Something to you know tag him in. A little fun. Yeah, 
Tice had his moments. It's just, it's real tough when you have uh, Peyton Pritchard, Daniel Tice is your two guys on defense. There's no real option there that uh, works no. at all. No. And like the um, whole the whole Celtics defense is like, we're going to switch everything. Well, it's like, only. Are you going to switch two new guys in when they run a pick and roll between Tyson and Peyton Pritchard? Like, that's the yes. only solution. <laughs> the answer is yes. And Harrow, I think it was a second quarter. It might have been a second quarter where Harrow kind of carried them. And that's where they got off. They stopped switching. They were like, okay, we're going to just yeah, that's enough of that. Harrow run, drive into the lane and hit floaters. Or we're going to blitz him and then just let the play, Heat play four on threes. Like, this is not what the Celtics defense is built on at all. Yeah, the Heat are like four on three. We like those odds. Um, we'll play that. So, Harry, yeah, he kind of carried him through a stretch. It was the Jimmy Butler show. But I do remember just yesterday we did a poll. We asked who was the best player in these playoffs, and Jimmy Butler got 6% of those votes. I think he saw the poll, Sex J. I think he did. He must have. I think he saw the poll. 41 points. He looked at directly at the camera and he put up six fingers at one point and I was like, okay. yeah, he's like six. All right. He, I was like he, what... he scored a three pointer and did that. I was like, all right. He walked it was like the Tobias hair. He said, They chose Steph Curry over me. <laughs> As he walked out. He said the TWS chat. I said, Oh boy, y'all done y'all done done it now. Y'all done done it and now. Again, chat does not have my back. Just no. antagonizing my enemies, uh, calling me ugly. I just, I, it's not, I don't care for it. It's a tough scene. Jam, 41 points. Jam, the other day you, you were saying Peyton Pritchard was made for this. So, Oh, no. I was saying Peyton Pritchard was saying Peyton Pritchard was made for it. Peyton Pritchard <laughs> had a pretty solid game on offense. As long as Peyton Pritchard doesn't have to play over 15 minutes a game, he's a very solid role player. But... How many? How many minutes did Peyton Pritchard have to like? Um, upwards of twenty-five. Many. That's not the. That's not the answer. The answer is too many. And thirty. Thirty. It's about about twenty-eight. Too many. I ain't saying he can't get any run. He scored eighteen though. Come on, come on. He did. How many give up? Do they have that on there? Because like the way Harold got off last time was because he he could find like, uh, Wanamaker or Kimball Walker. And now it's like the Celtics are all fortified now. And it's like, well, until they get injured right before the game. And now you got to play Peyton Pritchard. Now I still got somebody to uh, do some picking on. I think Aaron Neesmith is the best defensive player on the Celtics. <laughs> Heard his minute. Card. He that had three, <laughs> three of the best blocks I've ever seen in my life. Punching the ball through the damn glass. And I'm like, that's he a man also in fouled multiple three-point shooters on just plays he had no ah, You ran into it. him. It's the Neesmith experience, Jam. You get what you give or whatever. He but just he, has no yeah. control. He just comes in and is just like, I'm going full tilt no matter what happens. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's awful. But it's uh, always going to be entertaining. Oh, that is a guarantee. Because he, he blocked Oladipo one time. I said, man, that's just rude. That's just rude. That, man, that man's twice your age and with no hamstrings. It was rude. but. Yeah, no points was tough. It's just Grant Way or um, excuse me, Horford and Marcus Smart were just like what 38, 40 minutes. And you just lose both of those. So now you got to plug those and try to plug the bench minutes you just replaced. And Neesmith, like, what was his 
11 minutes, he was exactly a zero because he gave nothing on offense and everything uh, good and bad on defense. But it's like, I don't, what's the move? Or is it just hoping that Smart's back so some of that takes care of itself? But even then, is he, was it foot sprain for Marcus Smart? Yeah, uh, foot sprain. He's, I think Chris Haynes tweeted out that he should be back game two. Um, I think it's just, yeah, like, uh, 35 minutes of Marcus Smart instead of uh, any Aaron Neesmith and 30 minutes of Peyton Pritchard. Like, the, the Celtics kept on, like, they made it a somewhat of a close game in the fourth quarter. But if you're going to come back they from did. being down that big, you have to just, like, get stops. And then it was like, oh, we're going to have Jimmy Butler go against Peyton Pritchard. It's hard to get stops that way. And there's just not a, not a formula there that uh, results in stop after stop after stop. As the Celtics found out, but still, even then, Smart's back. You still got to deal with those Danny Tice minutes. Yeah, that's still going to be, uh, uh, be an issue. Bit of a... I think they can survive some, like, uh, 10 minutes of Tice here or there. Like, if you just match him with the Dwayne Dedman minutes, I think it's fine. Like, Boy, bam. Dedman was a plus whatever. I don't do you Do you want that? I don't want it, but I think you have to deal with it. <laughs> like, I don't know what the other option is. Could it be maybe uh, regretting trading NS Freedom? Oh, God. NS Freedom would be awful out there. <laughs> I don't know. I could see Freedom. He's at the top the of the Celtics bank. Direct, he's swept. directing traffic. Tatum, the over Celtics there. He's going to get swept, and I would never regret trading NS. No, we didn't trade him. We just cut him, I think. Oh, no, no. We traded him. <laughs> yeah, he was in the rocket trade, right? Yeah, and they immediately cut him. Uh, he's a walking double-double. That shows you how bad Ennis Freedom is because Tillman Fertitta, known patriot and guy who should love Ennis Freedom, uh, cut him immediately upon getting his services. It's mm, not mm, mm, mm. right. He knew he had a, a larger calling. Well, he knew speaking. he had speaking engagements at yeah. CPAC and the Republican <laughs> National Convention. He and Jonathan Isaac. Um, this is brother our call is bigger than basketball. So... The Grant Williams not uh, not as great of minutes yesterday. Not as was it two for five, thirty four minutes. A lot of fouls, a lot of falling. He was on the floor a lot. I feel like there's a lot oh, of floor floor play. He's always falling down and always getting hit in the face. Guy Bam kicked him right in the head. It was unintentional a little. Oh sure, but he still kicked him right in the head. Whose fault is it? Hey, I thought you was quick on the draw, Grant Williams. Bam wants him arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, w- I don't want Bam arrested for that. I want Bam arrested for his reckless, reckless undercutting of Robert Williams. Oh, listen, man. Every- he didn't I think know everything, everything should just be a flagrant foul now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's well, just not yeah. wait. If you're being reckless, if you're, being, if you're trying to kill a guy, I think that should be. Man, man, be his back turn goes to, goes to box out. Robert oh, Williams yeah, he, happens to jump. Who oh, told so him to just, jump? As long, as long as you're back turned, you're allowed to just be uh, try to take out guys' legs. You can do whatever you want. As long yes. as you don't know what's going on. No. A million times, yes. Um, there was that, that clip of a foul got called, and it wasn't. It was on a Celtics, and Jason Tatum like threw his arms up, and he was like freaking out, and people were like, he needs to stop doing this. <laughs> oh yeah, Jason Tatum is in mad online after every call that's ever gone against the Celtics. That's like every star though. With, with Ed Malloy. That's how you know and... he's arrived. True, true. 
All the stars bitch for calls. LeBron, every, every LeBron's always turned to the ref. He's like, "Hey, did you see that? Hey, next I tell, time." I tell you, know he's there. Do we have the? Uh, show me the Tony Brothers advanced stats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I wish. Wanna see t- uh, well, hey, let's do we see. Have, do we have the Tony Brothers analytics? Twenty brothers. Fouls? <laughs> Tony Brothers played forty-eight minutes and was a plus nine thousand seven hundred and fifty-six. Uh, Beeb says, yeah, it's something we went over yesterday because I'm sure Jammin knew this. The Grant Williams Bam Adebayo history. Oh, like yeah. They've been sure. playing. Yeah, been going back to, since like high school ball. So Beeb says it's something a little extra there. It's definitely a little something extra there. So I I just don't know if it's the Grant Williams playing 35 minutes portion is going to get it. But hey, if he can I go mean, back Bam- to playing those like 22 minutes. Bam didn't do much against him. He did enough. Four he did enough. four shots for Bam is just like not. I thought like if the yeah, let's the see the uh, the series Bam has to do a lot more. Let's see the Heat box score. School. Yeah, Bam finished three for four. I feel like all I feel like those came in relative succession, like all at Grant Williams because I feel like they all drew fouls. He was and... a minus five. Minus, five. I feel like he played a tremendous defensive game, but yeah, offensively, not as much. And I, it was he a couple times he grabbed the multiple Celtics. Oh yeah, it was yeah, he did. He got Tatum one time. He wedged Jalen Brown. Tremendous defensive game. I think it was some times where he got the ball and just kept it on the fast. I think if he does that more, that's what kind of throws. Not even so much disarray. But it is a thing where it's like, okay, everybody's got to match. It can't just be I got the ball because that's the biggest guy with it. He'll just put you under the ring. You got to match up at some point. I'd like to see him do that more. But, I mean, if Jimmy Butler's going to keep scoring 40 points without hitting a single three-pointer, then maybe he doesn't they need don't, they don't. Yeah, but they're also playing way off of him. I expected them to run more, like, DHOs and, like, kind of punish the, the Celtics for giving him the honest treatment. But it just didn't. Didn't really no. happen that way. I don't think you could. Nine boards, five assists, four steals, three blocks, and only two turnovers. He definitely saw the pole scoop. I don't think there's any. Someone in chat said there's a lot of blocks last night. Last night's oh, game. Oh, it was, yeah. dude. How many, yeah, how many combined blocks do we have? It was a lot. Uh, we have 12, 12 for the Heat and eight for the Celtics. So a 20 block game one with. Do we attribute that to the Celtics being a little tired at the end of the game? They don't jump as high on their their shots, get blocked a little easier. Could be, could be. There maybe they're there worn out. Three Gabe Vincent blocks, which I don't remember happening, but sure. I think we also contribute. I that think to they Aaron, were the, like wild card Aaron Neesmith. Robert, I think he got Robert Williams twice, where he like brought it low and caught him. So I think it'd be, I, oh, I would think it'd be yeah. like a strip steal, but I, as I see, I think they gave him blocks. That's the only thing yeah, I can yeah, think yeah. of. I remember because, both of those. Yeah, yeah I don't remember Gabe just punching people. A, yeah. <laughs> Gabe Vincent just sky. Oh, blocked by Gabe Vincent. Uh, yeah, that's two <laughs> of the ones that I remember. at the rim. Yeah, denied. <laughs> so, yeah, what did the Heat shoot from three? As a whole, they didn't shoot well from three. What did the Heat shoot there? 33. 10 for 30, 33%. And a thing I want, Duncan Robinson still didn't play. I think they're just out on, I don't think it's a matchup thing. Because if you can't find some Duncan Robinson minutes with Peyton Pritchard and Danny Ty, like, you know what I'm saying? Just a couple minutes here or there. 
I think they're just out on the Duncan the Duncan Robinson business. They just say Struess and Vincent are better. It's just like, well, that's the problem with heat culture is you develop all these undrafted guys and then you pay one of them $90 million, but then you discover three more undrafted guys who are already better than your $90 million man. Yeah, but there's your salary. That's why they it's going to be Duncan Robinson and some salary filler or some uh, whatever draft picks they got left. And that, now they got Joel Embiid. Then Duncan what? Robinson to the Kings for the number four pick. Oh, we'll get to the king. Also, king, you're welcome, king. You're welcome. I feel like I basically handed them um, that pick. Yeah, before we get any, any other notes on game one? What are we looking forward to for game two? Jam's not worried. Uh, uh, just don't turn the ball over uh, eight times in a row in the third quarter. That's been this, basically, that's been the Celtics formula the entire uh, postseason. It's like... Oh, when they have horrible turnovers, they lose the game. And if when they the next game when they don't have horrible turnovers, they're generally pretty good. Mm, gotta think Spo no, I think Spo's listening too. He said, ah, turnovers, eh? <laughs> yes. We'll uh, <laughs> he gets in practice, just hold up turnovers. We don't want we don't want these. And everybody's like, Yes, okay, Spo. Um, right, listen, Riley knows. I saw Gabe Vincent play like four games for the Heat, and I was like, there's something there. This was years ago when he was like the guy they're trying to develop, and now he's here. He's on the Nigerian team. I'm like, wow. I always believe. I can't wait till he gets the 90 million, and then he gets pushed to the – it's a rite of passage. It's really the best shit ever. The Heat culture rite of passage. Heat culture rite of passage. You get the bag, and then you get the bench. That's Heat culture. What in what, what Derek White shoot? I feel like he had a, a tough go at it. Had a tough Derek playoffs. White, I feel a, a tough shooting performance. I used to say <laughs> one of four, and yeah, three points. That's why I was like, Peyton, please say. And I mean, again, for what he was asked to do, I think Pritchard was fine, but he. It's on the bench for a reason, you know what I mean? He's supposed to play. He's supposed to slot into those post bench minutes, not right into the bench minutes. 18 but. points from Peyton Pritchard. That's pretty crazy. It is, but like 16 six, shots from Peyton that's Pritchard. It's the crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I'm the Heat and I look up and Peyton Pritchard shoots the ball 16 times, it's like, boys, we did our job. We, we, we've done everything. And they get hit four threes, six or 16, not terrible, five rebounds, four assists. But he's just, like, when everybody else around you is a great defender, you are, you got the target on you. That's just, no matter how much you fight and scrap, he was in the right position and all that, but he's, I thought, 6'1". I thought I said Peyton Pritchard, 6'2". If that. Yeah, just not a, just not a lot of not a, a human being there. 6'1", 195. All scrap. All scrap, baby. Fast PP. <laughs> That's my guy, Fast PP. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. <laughs> uh, the draft lottery. <laughs> happened last night why is the draft lottery such a why is this such an event now this there was more production than this than the draft even on the the home page of espn right now yeah like joy despair and hilarity what i think that's the first uh that's the first draft pick standing out like if you just show me that picture scroll up a little bit it's like, oh man, look at the commissioner shaking hands with the, the basketball player. No, just the coach and the damn deputy commissioner, bro. Why is this so serious? It's weird. Why is Damian Lillard? Why is, what is PJ Washington supposed to do? It's like in the Hornets have the 12th pick and it cuts to PJ Washington. He's just like, 
Do you think that was punishment for PJ Washington? <laughs> like you, like the you have to go and like just be on television for a, a half hour. <laughs> I feel like it was definitely a guys. Jordan says one of you guys got to go. He doesn't care who draw straws, and they drew straws and PJ. And PJ looked miserable. He yeah, was P- not thrilled to be there. It's just they cut the Dame Lillard like, and now Portland has a seventh pick. And Dame like rolled his. It's like what is Dame Lillard supposed to do when you put the camera on him? Oh, you got the seventh pick of these 19-year-old guys you don't know anything about, Dane. What the- and DeMontis Sabonis is there in like a, a vest yeah, just, and like a, Ve- a Vegas magician. It's like, he's like a very a very well-groomed uh, cockatoo. Uh, this is how we got the fourth pick. <laughs> they, they should like, they should, they should make them send like the people they want to trade. Like maybe that's why PJ Washington was there. Remind people he exists. But hey, huh? I'm, I'm pretty healthy. Huh? My knee's feeling better than ever. Uh. It's so wild that they make it a half-hour event for something that literally, if you go to Tankathon, it takes one click to say. Like that's if like, you do it in real that. life, all like they do it in two or three minutes or whatever, and then present it all afterwards. There was and I was like, why is Kendrick Perkins here? That was my biggest question. Was like, what what is Kendrick Perkins going to say? I think afterwards he said, "Big winners tonight, uh, Houston Rockets." No, they dropped two spots. They were the they were one of the biggest losers. Um. Uh oh. Uh oh. Trill's broken. I think I think Trill has Trill has broken. He's gone robot. The NBA has gotten to him for denigrating the lottery. That's right, D- dude. Sabonis heard him call him a cockatoo, <laughs> and he he took him out. All right, Mark, we're, Mark Tatum is furious. Should we take a five? Yeah, let's take a five minute break and we'll. Well, wait, he's moving. I see him moving. Are you back? Okay, let's take a break. We'll take a break. Hey, they tried to get me. They don't even tell you why they tried it. They didn't say, like, hey, your internet or Discord or nothing. It just all said no. It all said no. So we back, though. Where were we? Uh, we so rudely interrupted. Talking about the lottery. The lottery. The lot, yeah. I, I said Sabonis looked like a cockatoo, and then that's when things went kaput. Right there, he blocked you out. Okay, Hell he you, he's a would. magician. He's he a dark say. magician. <laughs> he did. All right, I got his magician. So okay, the Kings jumped up. You're welcome. Who else we got? Magic jumped up two spots. Here we go. Magic one, Thunder two, Rockets, Kings. Pistons. Oh, I feel bad for the Pistons. I don't. I think the Pistons are gonna. I think they're gonna be all right. They are, but I just would have liked to see Cade in one of those top three big men. Just like that was the t. That was that was the pairing I was most excited, but potentially excited about. The one I want, which I think still might happen. That's why I want Cade. Like, if they're not gonna get one of the bigs, I want Cade and Jaden Ivy. And that would just be their backcourt. Now the Kings could mess all this up because they're the Kings. They could mess all this up because I saw, I don't know, Shams or something. It's basically, they want a player who can help them win now. So the Kings are going to, I said they're going to end up trading this pick for like Tobias Harris. Like that's just going to be a Kingsy thing. But I give me, um, I guess, Tankathon. They're gonna now take shade teams. and sharp. 
that would be a very Kingsy thing <laughs> to do. Let's see, yeah, a nice mock now. Because this has Chet number one. And immediately after, Mike Schmitz said that Jonathan Giovanni, I like based off Intel, I guess, he had Jabari Smith like comfortably going one. So I don't know if that's like a Orlando love Jabari Smith regardless. They just happened to jump to one. So they don't the thing I've heard is it's like Orlando shouldn't take Holmgren. Like they've been taking bigs. And I just don't like you got the number one pick. You should take whoever the best talent is. Like if it's a big, it's another bit, then you do that and figure it out. But I I don't think it should be like, well, we've got we've got this, so let's take something else. Because Chet might be exactly what you need. Like, I don't hate taking Chet and then playing. You could have Wendell Carter play center so he doesn't have to take that that big man bruising like Jared Allen and Mobley. I don't know what the deal with Jonathan Isaac is. So. Uh, brain problem. Well, that's what I mean. If I'm Orlando, I'd be like, I wouldn't want him on my team. I'd be fine trading him, but I don't know what's the. Are they factoring him into being there or not? So the Kings would trade for Julius. Yeah, that's a nice win now move for the Kings. Thunder. I want the Thunder to get Chet. I need some Chet and some Poku, baby. I need the I need the Slenderman uh with wild man Josh Giddy on the wing. Just a wild a wild bunch of tall whites just prowling the paint. They gotta get Steven Adams back. Then Pow. I think Houston won the like they didn't fall past three in any one of these top three guys, like whoever's there. Yeah, their 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 GM and their their organization just has to do no work right now. It's like we're yeah. gonna take even better guys left. Yeah, no, they they actually might have won. Yeah, it's like no thinking. We won't be judged for the pick whatsoever. Like yep. we'll just took the best guy available. And again, just historically, the number three, your Tatum, Brown, Lamelo. Uh, Michael Jordan, you heard of those guys? Number three picks. So number three is where you want to be. Four, Sacramento's interesting because while it would be funny they traded Halliburton and then drafted Ivy, that would still kind of, like, I think Ivy would fit. And then now you would have Sabonis. Like, I really don't hate that fit at all. But it sounds like they, like they want to get frisky. Just seems like they want to get a little too frisky. What team is looking to get up to four? Well, that who loves some Jaden Ivy? Who, who has like see. a something that's like a something the Kings might want? Like no one pops out immediately. I look, I think the Pacers could. Jaden Ivy, like Purdue, Indiana, they could like to swap up two picks. Just trade Miles Turner and then you have Turner and Sabonis again, just freak. <laughs> West Conference, Western Coast, uh, like this will be better this time. And even that Detroit, I think Detroit ends up with either Ivy, Keegan Murray, or Sharp. Like I, they kind of can't go wrong either. Portland is who I wanted to jump up, and they didn't. Seven, like not bad. AJ Griffin, like a fine prospect. I've the heard Pelicans, a lot of Portland's trading that pick talk or seen it. Maybe for some Jeremy Grant is the is the like deal I've seen multiple kind of hmm. people tweet about. If I'm Detroit, I would do that. I would do that in heartbeats, uh, and probably yeah, probably take Shade and AJ Griffin. Like one of these guys is gonna work out. One of these guys will be better than Killian Hayes. So, who else in the oh the Pel if the Pelicans would have jumped up 
it would have been the Lakers pick and the Lakers still wouldn't have got it. That would have been pretty rich. I would have just enjoyed that just on a personal level. Knicks got the number 11 pick. That's like they got the number one pick twice is the way I would spin it. We got it twice. Uh, Scoob, do, you have, do you have Adam Schefter's tweets about his? Uh, oh, his yeah. <laughs> For some reason. Uh, number one, Adam, Adam Pat Bev Schefter. Let's see. Where were those? Um, here it is. Apparently, Adam Schefter is not a Knicks fan. And I wonder, do we think the guy he wrote the book about was a Knicks fan? The other man? There's definitely an other man connection. Uh, it's like this is his one way of like, he, he writes this book about how glowing and how much of a fan is. But he's like, your team will never get the lottery. They stink. Um, Scoob, can you give us some, how would Adam Schefter read through his, his draft lottery Knicks tweets? Um. Oh, you want me to do it in Schefter voice? Yeah. How, how would Schefter? How would Schefter say these tweets aloud before sending them into the ether? Also, I I did notice something. So I I watched a Schefter clip the other day, and his voice is way different than it used to be. It he, he's like mm. he's got like vocal coaching or something. I like bootlicking, man. It make you it make your vocals core strong. He, like he's still got the same like he he he's just deeper now. It's very weird. <laughs> He's been coached up. He used to yell and be like a sort of high, higher pitched. Now he's deeper. All right. So Sorry, are go. you giving us new Schefter or old Schefter? I, I don't even know if I could do a Schefter anymore, to be honest. <laughs> all right. Let's just do just this. for the first tweet. Just for the, not for all of them. Just can you give me Schefter for the first one? NBA draft lottery is 8 p.m. East T on ESPN. Since landing Patrick Ewing, the Knicks now have gone 17 straight lotteries without improving their draft position. Seven times they fell back, and ten times they wound up where they were projected. Tonight, expected to make it 18 straight. What a whole lot of words to just, like, just say the same thing and shit on the Knicks. So next year could be 19. Five years from now, they'll be coming up on the 25th anniversary of not being shit, man. Uh, he's from New York. Do we think he's a Knicks fan? Oh, you th- a, a, a scorned? I just like, yeah, he's lashing out. Like, Schefter uh, doesn't seem like a Knicks fan. No, he'd be a Nets fan. He seems like big Nets vibes. Oh, he grew uh, up on Long Island, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. If he was Long, he was a big Islanders guy. Nets, Nets, Jets guy. And there are tweets going back, some from 2020. So we would have loved to watch the Knicks lose the <laughs> NBA draft lottery that was scheduled for tonight. Even that at this point would have felt like a win. Damn, that's hating. One year ago today, this from five days before the last one. One year ago today, the New Orleans Pelicans won the NBA draft lottery. And of course, the Knicks didn't, <laughs> along with the right to use number one overall pick on Zion Williamson. That was also May 2020. We're back to March uh, 2019. Biggest day in recent Knicks franchise history. May 14. This was from 2018. Other than 1985, have the Knicks had a single successful NBA draft lottery ever? That was four years ago, school. He, he, he hates them. That's four years? Is, there, is that the last one? Yeah, that's the last one. I was going to say... This is, I think the other man was a Knicks fan. The other man was a big Bernard King. 
Makes sense. Was the big Bernard King fan. But I still don't. Uh, okay, you go back to the, uh, I guess, Tankathon. Because I still don't. Like, who? Oh, poll time. Poll time. Who is Orlando taking? Or who should? Who should Orlando take with the number one pick? And Chet, Chet. Jabari, Paolo, and Jaden Ivey. Who should Orlando take? Do you factor in at all that Jalen Suggs and Chet were high school teammates? No. No, I do. If I factor it in, it might be to not take Chet because <laughs> we did a lot of talking about Orlando and did not mention the terrible season Jalen Suggs had last year. It was terrible. Did you know that Franz Wagner was 6'10"? I'm telling you. he's, And I think he's he's my next candidate for – he was 6'8 at the draft. He's 6'10 now, and we're going to look up in three years. And it's like, you guys know Franz Wagner 7'1"? 250 it's like jesus he's that so i like wagner i like wendell carter more like Suggs has nowhere to go but up i guess would be the uh rationale but they've still got another bulls pick coming in next year they've got they got to decide what to do with bomba isaac's coming back somebody pointed out in the community Fine with seeing Orlando get like they didn't they didn't pull any chicanery. They just stunk. Just some outright stinking. <laughs> they, <laughs> they didn't fudge the numbers. They didn't they didn't try to get cute. They just sucked. Yeah, and the the coach the coach well the the coach was there at the draft and Coach Mosley. Coach yeah, Jamal Mosley. Jamal Mosley, and he said that originally he wasn't scheduled to be there, he was gonna be their GM. But uh, when he woke up that morning, he had a feeling. He said he felt lucky, so they sent him instead. He woke up in Orlando. Did he say, he, "Like <laughs> get me to that, get me to New York. I need to be there." He was like, "Man, y'all want to y'all want a vacation real quick? I got to let me tell you, folks, I was feeling lucky." <laughs> and so I, I feel like it's been talked like Chet is the if you think if they think Chet's the best talent, that's who they should like. I just regardless of fit. You should just take whoever you think. If you think it's Jabari Smith, you should. Paolo, I, I think I like Paolo in Houston, though. I think I like Jalen Green, Paolo, some Alpi Sengun always. They can probably, hopefully, decide what to do with Christian Wood because he just... Get him out of there. I, I'm just not sure why he's still there. Uh, cease the poll, school. And let us see what our results say. Who should... Orlando take was the question. And I yeah, I would say just best whoever they think the best player available is, regardless of position. Our poll says, okay, 45% Chet, 38% Jabari. So pretty close. 11 for Paolo, Ivy. four Who for, for Jaden Ivy in the chat. That's that's some nonsense. I I think there's a case that Jaden Ivy's a better prospect than Jalen Suggs was. So if you're just saying like, hey, we just want some good guard prospects, like I, I think it's a case he's better than like Cole Anthony Fultz, like any of the guard pro. So if you think he can be better than those guys, I think he's got at like a level of athleticism none of those guys have, which would give him a higher ceiling. So it's four percent of the people. 
ever like how important like I feel like the five position is if you can like land a guy who's truly two way basketball player like where I think Jabari and Chet and maybe Paulo are I just feel like you gotta you gotta roll the dice on a guy who's close to seven feet. Well, which one? Chet's close to eight feet. Um, I think that Jabari, Jabari. Would you, I think he projects to be two way. Paolo, I don't. I think Jabari could be plus on both ends. Paolo, I think his offense would be good, and he'll be fine on defense. Like I don't, I don't think he would be picked on or anything. He's, I think, just large enough and athletic enough to you would just be able to hide him places. But I don't know because again, Jabari like. Jabari is the best of these top three, the best shooter and best athlete. So if you just want to say, hey, the NBA is trending toward like two way wing players, athletic guys who he's Jabari is another one. He's 6'10", but every time I see him looks much taller than any of the other basketball players he's standing by. Like even the tall ones. So I don't know. Paolo, him and Jalen Green could be very smooth. The Kings is. I just don't know what the Kings are gonna do, man. They're gonna I just trade up. They want Chet. <laughs> they give up number four and Sabonis. They like, got our man. We got our man. Um, took everything he had. Shaden, I'm, I know the combine is coming up. I'm ready for Shaden Sharp to just I kill the combine. I guess there's no tape. He's got to kill the combine. So I, I presume. That he will. I, I saw some clips of uh, some Shane Sharp clips. Mike Schmitz was tweeting him out. He apparently had a great pro day. Did some cool dunks. He jumps very high. Let me see. Uh, Ryan said, someone explained to me why the 6'10 sniper who isn't food on the perimeter isn't the top guy. I assume you're talking about Jabari. And, I mean, it sounded like the Magic, again, from Mike Schmitz and Javoni's report, it sounded like that is the Magic's guy. Uh, EB said, what's the word on Sharp's defense? Hey, your, your guess is as good as mine, brother. You've seen him play as many games as in a Kentucky uniform as I have. So, good? Needs work? Um, I, lockdown? I, I don't know. I, I don't think the Magic are going to have Mo Bamba next year. I think no matter think what so, they do either. here, Mo Bamba's out. He's out, and that's why I say I think they have to, like, what are you going to do with Isaac? Because... I mean, he's missed two years off of ACL, and he's had injury issues. So there are, like, injury concerns. I just wouldn't want those vibes in my locker room. That's just me. But if you just go into it, it's like, hey, Wendell Carter's our senior, or, or Wendell Carter Jr. is our center, and our forwards are two 6'10 guys that can shoot, Jabari and Franz Wagner, that's a hell of a start, man. That's like, that, have, it's like uh, this is Markel where the NBA Fultz is trending. Coming Which back. Is, Markel Fultz on the comeback, getting a full Fultz season. Fultz be back. Suggs was he was hurt off and on, like the I think he did he have like season-ending surgery at some point. I think he broke his hand at some or a bone in his hand or something. So there's like again, if you're Orlando, like that's kind of what you want to hear. You're the number one pick. You can't go wrong because if they went if they went Paolo, he'd be the score that they just don't have. But yeah, everything else is set up so Paolo can score his like twenty plus. Riley says Chet may fit in with Isaac. Where does where does Isaac fit in though? That's my. I, I just have no idea. Give me a. Let me see Jonathan Isaac's basketball reference if we can, school. Because I feel like he's missed like three of the past four, maybe five years in injury. Let's see. So he. Did he played okay. a game. 
No, right? Would you say? No, he, he hasn't played any games in the past two years. Yeah. He's not played a game since the 2019-2020. Yeah, t- he, so he's not he's, played a game since March of 2020. And he's played COVID. more than 35 games in a season one time. So, again, I'm if I'm the Magic, I'm like, I just don't know what's – like, he's – like, great defender, was trending up, but he's played 27, 75, 34, 0, and 0. So if you trade him now, it's at low value. But again, I I would try to move him for something. Maybe I can sign and trade Bamba for – you're not going to get a whole lot, but something. Maybe an exception, some future pick or something like that. And I just wouldn't hate – like, Wendell, Franz, and Jabari. To an extension? Oh, yeah. Let's go. I think, I think Johnny's years, making like – million? That boy making mil a year. 20 mil, Yeah. He just hasn't played. Yeah. So I think, yeah, trade Isaac to hell. I'm fine with that. I try to get some cap space in return. What team in the league has the most devout uh, team that will show up to uh, Jonathan Isaac's uh, prayer circles? Or, Utah. Or, uh, Bible preaching. Oh, uh, God. I was going to say, I was trying to, who, who, who's the Bibleist belt? Oh, Utah. They're all kind, though. Utah's Mormon. I don't think that's what uh, Isaac's preaching. Oklahoma City. Indiana? I feel like Indiana could be some Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Big preacher vibes. Um, interesting. I want mobile. Sacramento kind of sneaky there. Uh, some Northern California, not as not as uh, liberal as you might uh, think. The rest Sacramento. Of yeah. Would what were you saying, Scoop? Uh, I want Mo Bamba on the Bucks. I was saying at the trade deadline, but now I think I remember we got a whole off season to get it done. They might draft a, a big man. I think he's the kind of guy we need. What uh, what 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 are you willing to give up in a sign and trade? Takes takes two to tango. Um, Grayson Allen. I think he's. <laughs> oh, they would love dude. Grayson Allen with Jonathan Isaac. I mean, I nah, think but, but, but we're getting Isaac out of there. Uh, true. Are you willing to make a, a offer to Mo Bamba just to make it so the the magic's just like we can't match that? That's too. That's too much for our liking. If we have money for it. That's the thing. I don't. We didn't have PJ Tucker money, so I don't know if they have Mo Bamba money. <laughs> Quick, give me Bamba's profile because he is a like. If they, he probably won't be back. But if they just end up it's like, eh, renouncing him, whoever can have him could have him. Yeah, there's something there. Let me see. I just want to see his numbers for this year because they played like you got like their guard situation was a disaster. Respectfully, and still eleven points, eight boards. Two blocks and shot 38% from three. Took four a game. There's something there. So whoever, yeah, whoever his next team is, I feel like Orlando kind of put in the, like he's gotten his body better. How many games did he play this year? Um, 71. See, 71, 25. So I don't know if he's ready to be somebody's like 35 minute a game guy, but yeah, 25 minutes a game for a, like a good team. I I could see him in that Milwaukee green. I wouldn't hate that, which would leave Oklahoma City. I think they're also in They just take the best player available. It just kind of doesn't. If it's Chet, they're thrilled. If it's Jabari, they're thrilled. If they think it's Paolo, they're thrilled. I just don't know what – I don't know. I just I can't stop looking at the Kings, man. I just, I just don't think the King – I can't imagine they do something wise. They're just – they're just gonna take shade and sharp. Don't worry. Just don't think about it. Just 
No, they're taking shade and sharp. I'm. I was like, I can't even feel no kind of way. Like, I don't have no connection to shit. Like, I, I see the Kentucky name, but I don't. You know what I mean? So, is uh, is Shaden Sharp Baby Boy of the Week eligible? Like, if he's potential? eligible. He's eligible. Listen, NS Cantor was eligible once upon a time. <laughs> once upon NS a Cantor, time, number famous number three pick. One of the best, uh, Paolo NS Cantor Banquero. Um, who else? AJ. I like AJ Griffin. Where's Mark Williams at in this draft? They just released his wingspan. Big, uh, big Third. positive wingspan. I'm telling you, was it seven seven? Today. Yeah, something I'm, like that. I'm in on Mark Williams. In on Mark. If he goes, uh, yeah, thirteen to the Hornets. I still think they should like try to acquire more ready center now. But he is exactly the type of center they would need. If he's there at thirteen, that's a win. Where okay, they got Ty Ty going to Minnesota. Okay. Well, where's Jovic? Nikola Jovic. Oh, to the Grizzlies. Need me a Grizzlies Jovic jersey? I want him on the Bucks. The Yovster? You think, you think the Yovster falls to 24? I mean, he's there at 22, according hey, to Tankathon, so he could. Also, And I, I think I saw this is one of, over the next either two, maybe three years. I think it's the next three. It's like pick swaps and picks go to the Pelicans. So this is one of the last Bucks like owning their own pick for a while. So it is interesting. Like, I feel like they'll want more win now. But if you trade that for a player, that's money. They, it'll cost you. And again, if you hit on one of these, whoever any of these, like Herb Jones was a second round pick. Say the Bucks just got Herb Jones. You know what I'm saying? Just one of these late 20s, early 30s guys you just hit on. And it's like, oh, boy, that's cheap production for four years. So maybe they got both. They got him getting Bochamp, the kid out of the G League. Who else? I just want to see the end of the. And where's Trevor Keels for Duke? Where they have him going? Thirty-eight to the Spurs. Interesting. Like they, they had all like Duke might get five guys in the first round. They had all five of those guys there yesterday. Why? It's a draft lot. Like what? All five guys aren't going in the lottery. Did they at least do it in the same place like the combine was? Like they were happened to be in the same city? Or like that's the only explanation I can have. It's like, oh, they're all there to get like measured at the combine and then they like put on a suit. E- the well, the combine is Chicago. I don't know where the draft lottery was. Do we know where it was? It I would hope it Chicago. was. It was <laughs> Guam. Uh, actually, it was probably somewhere clear across the nation. Second team. I don't, yeah, I don't just don't know. Oh, Bucks forfeited a pick, Scoob. Yeah, that was gonna be that was Bogdan tampering. I was that was gonna be the next uh, Draymond Green. Hmm. Could have been the next uh, Jokic. Could have been. Never know. I I saw. I don't know where I saw it. I can't find it, but maybe someone put it in chat. A guy on Florida State is like he he was like seven foot and weighed in at like one seventy one. Like Jesus. Yeah, that's crazy. I from Florida State. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's yikes. Very Was it Chet true. Holmgren? <laughs> no, no, some other guy. I can't remember his name though. I was like, yeah, if he wants, I'm Chet Holmgren. I'm like, see, look at that guy. Right. Look, 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 yeah, look at Stick Stickly. Look at him. Um, uh, somebody, yeah, if some, if it happens, somebody in the chat will. There will be a Florida State super fan in here somewhere that will know. 
I just don't. I think Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray feels John like a very Butler. Pacers pick. John Butler. Yeah, let's look up some Johnny Butler. Johnny Slim Butler. Okay, some Gisham. <laughs> Maybe it's the same guy. Uh, Florida State. Let's. Seven one one ninety. Seven one one ninety. That's if he is he projected to. Okay, he declared. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing seven feet one seventy four. So he's bulked up or bulked. No, down. he just he just weighed in at one seventy four. Here we go. I found it. Boom. visual on this man like what is this he look is like? yeah this is this morning john butler official measurements seven foot and three quarters of an inch in shoes seven two and a quarter inch wingspan nine four standing reach 174 oh pounds with a 4.7 percent body fat the google, the google image search is not uh not generous not, not kind um kind to mr butler <laughs> that is Slender. Oh my god. Oh, that second pick, the uniform one. Jesus, bro. So again, yeah, if I'm Chet, I'm just like, I'm only working out where he works out. <laughs> he will be in all my draft work. I got him. I got 22. You get it's me and you again. This is is he uh he's not on the draft board. He's not Bro, yeah, what's the deal with this guy, Brock? Like, it's clearly potential, right? Because you just don't see. Like, was he like second round? He must be some kind of. I don't even know. Like, what, what position does he play? Because I imagine he plays center because his height, but small forward. What's his, what's his game wing? That's a narrow human being, man. Average six points a game. Um, We're shooting splits. Shot, shot near thirty nine percent from three. Although forty-four okay. percent from the free throw line, but that was only eleven of twenty-five. So I don't know if he's really taking it to the rack. How could Jesus. he? It is one of see you look up in four years and everybody got two Fords like this, man. Better get him now. But this is a I do like those blue Florida State. He said he could be second round. Played a lot of the four, never really played center. Yeah, I could like with the number of guys that are just getting chances now, if you think he's got the skills for sure, but man, I remember when Nerlens Noel was like, I think he was like 220, 220, 225 at Kentucky. And he weighed in at the combine. He was 206 because they were like, oh, is he ever, is he going to be able to hold on weight? That's 30 more pounds than this guy. Right. And this guy's taller. So that's tough. How many it's shots wild did he block for him to come in? 15 pounds less than his playing weight. Like, what is what has he been doing since the end of the season? Studying. He's student athlete. <laughs> How many blocks a game did he get? Is he at least putting that length to use? Um, let's see. Stats. Uh, 1.2. Okay. And how many minutes per game? 19. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. He's, he's getting his hands up. I, okay, I draft him first. I've seen enough. Hey. I'll just feed him. I'll just feed him. That's it. He, he reminds me a lot of Victor. I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of the same similarities. <laughs> Do you think the uh, the Thunder actually play their players next year or just immediately just tank for Victor again? Listen, man, with all the picks they got, they might be able to do both. 
They have three first rounders next year, but I think one of them is the Clippers, and one of them is I just was looking this up. Uh, some other team that's probably going to be good. Clip. Who else have they traded with? Um, yeah, click on. Um, yeah, click Oklahoma City. It might tell us. They got yeah two twelve and thirty this year. To say what they got for next year. No. No. They have the. Oh, that's this year. 2023, they have a first-round pick from Denver. They have a first-round pick from Detroit, which they got via Houston. And then they have a Christian Wood Clippers pick. And then they have a pick from Washington. They have four first-round picks next year. Washington and Detroit, depending on the protections, of course, but that might be gold. The The Detroit one's protected one through 18. The Washington is protected one through fourteen. Ah. Wow. The one from Denver is protected one through fourteen. So they got to no, they got to stink unless they uh, the Clippers are awful. They got to they got can keep up the tank if they want Victor. Well, I mean, I'll say that the Clippers didn't make the playoffs. This we think they're going to be healthy next year, but never know. And if I'm the, th- I mean, I know they're one of the teams either with cap space or that can get it. So. I don't know, man. If you got everybody healthy, it's like, yeah, let's just let's draft Jabari Smith too and sign DeAndre Ayton and play everybody sixty games this year. Play Shea and Giddy, Dort, all these guys, and let's just roll in. Like we're gonna have three, four picks next year, probably no uh, anyway. And if Victor's still that guy, Trade they got what, what seventeen future first round picks. They can yeah, find the somebody. Five years. Yeah, so. Interesting. What happens when they like they start drafting too many players to have a roster? Like, are they just gonna trade guys like Lou Dort then? Like, trade the Dort? No, they, they just trade the picks for nothing. This is what happened to old asset hoarding Danny Ainge. He would go. Into well, the he draft. was a trader. Danny never made a trade in his life. Um, never. Well, he did. He, he, they were just bad trades. Uh, correct. He would go into the draft with like three picks, and it's like we only have one roster spot, and it's like oh. That's how you end up just trading the the pick that turns into Desmond Bain. But what what did they get back in that? Was it like okay, we're, we're, we'll give us a first round pick in next year that maybe turns into two seconds the next year, like one of those type. It was something like that. I think like give me Desmond Bain a uh, basketball reference. It'll tell us the trade history for his transactions because I know it's like a lot of people I will say a lot of people if you have the liberty you can just use them to get off bad salary but the thunder are like the way they have these picks is to take on the bad salary so let's see oh that hurts traded by the Milwaukee Bucks oh Desmond Bain in that green brother oh that jersey would have been in a oh the, man the pick that turned into him did oh this is okay this is a wild pick history we're looking at Desmond this is Wow. Okay, this goes back to November 2017. Desmond Bain wasn't born yet. November 2017. Traded by the Milwaukee Bucks as a future pick with Greg Monroe. And a 2018 second round pick to the Suns for Eric Bledsoe. Ooh. I remember the Greg Monroe days. I Moose Monroe. 2019. That pick was traded by the Phoenix Suns to the Boston Celtics for Aaron Baines and Ty Jerome. Desmond Bain in that Celtic green. How about that? Drafted 
Oh, I didn't know he was officially drafted by him. That's tough. That's tough. There's pics of him with like in the hat. In the yeah, those are. <laughs> that's got to be the only way they only reason they keep doing those now. It's like these will be funny in the future. Some of these guys will be good, and some will be bad. And Let's see, I want a picture of him. In, not in, no no school. There's no picture of him in the hat. James a cap. Right, there's definitely a graphic where it's like a graphic. Like, oh, that's a Photoshop. Jam been on statins. People were furious. Celtics Twitter was furious. I don't. I can't imagine Celtics Twitter being furious about anything. The kindest, uh, taking on the chin bunch of group I know. Twenty twenty, <laughs> as part of a three team trade traded by the Boston Celtics to the Grizzlies, the Celtics traded Ennis Cantor to the Trailblazers. The Gri- okay, yeah, they turned to basically a first and the two future seconds. The Grizzlies traded a 2023rd second and a 2025, 2025th second to the Celtics. Grizzlies traded cash to the Trailblazers. Portland traded Mario Hizonia, your boy Scoob, the Hizonmeister. He could have been uh, great. It's still time. To the Grizzlies. And so, yeah, you get so many picks. It's like we physically cannot roster all these guys. You have to flip them into uh, like conditional stuff like this. If this doesn't hit Bay, again, you can use them to get off of contract. I would, this is what I do on 2K. Maybe Sam Presti could take a hint from me. Maybe not. Next year, if Victor's your guy and you have 17 picks, how many of those picks is it worth to just go up to get to one, right? Because like we've seen to get from three to one, we've seen it happen a couple times. It costs a first round pick. The Thunder are going to have, it probably won't be three, but I, they'll be in the mix. So if they're just like, hey, we have four, sh- four shit picks, we'll give you all four of those and like two future ones. And that number one, the team's like, I don't know about that. They're like, okay, add another first. I don't know. Add another one. Like, how many, how many picks is it where it's like, we have to take nine picks over Victor Wimbanyama? And Oklahoma City can say, we could blow all those picks and still be up like nine extra picks. So it's, these are what the picks are for to get your guy. The quality of the pick, though, because. Oh, of course. Like the Celtics moved down from one to three for like another lottery pick. But I remember the the Justice Winslow draft. Danny Ainge Mm. offered, I think, four first round picks to move up. But they were all like the late first round picks and the Heat was just like. Or and I think Jordan was uh, Charlotte. Yeah, it was. Char- yeah, they, Charlotte. Want, they said we went. We want Frank Kaminsky, and we want him now. <laughs> give me Kaminsky. Um, and, <laughs> give me this Tankathon. Give me a twenty twenty three mock draft. I don't know if Tankathon has one or if a different. So I just want to see if they have like where the picks are projected to. They don't have one. You don't have twenty. Somebody's somebody's sleeping. Someone someone's yeah. sleeping if they didn't immediately release <laughs> a mock draft after the. Yeah, so the NBA draft room wasn't sleeping. Let me, does it have it doesn't have teams though does it no nah. well yeah we just yeah. have to predict what teams are going to be awful next yeah that's year. what I, I just want the i want the predictions paid journalism <laughs> well i think the rockets will be bad uh i think the wizards will be bad oh, oh here we oh, go do we have something here we yes, go yes we the do blazers will be bad okay where yeah where does it have oklahoma city's picks at four just projected uh, four. four. Well, oh, oh, it's it, not it, doing it. Oh, it didn't it's, have the yeah, uh, yeah, it's not doing the actual picks. 
Okay. Well, they would have uh, Denver and then Washington. Okay. So. Okay. So and the Clippers. Denver is twenty-one. Clippers okay. twelve and Washington ten. Yeah. So if they were like, okay, here's four, ten, twelve, and twenty-one to move up to one. The team who 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 they say has one right now. Houston. Houston's like, nah, we got our own picks. Like we're good. They're like, okay, we'll we'll give you a pick in twenty twenty-five and one in twenty twenty-six. Now what? They're like, ah, I mean, we don't really want like the Clippers are still going to be pretty good then. And they're like, okay, some, two more picks. Future OKC picks. I don't want I don't want four from one draft. I need you need to give me spread out those picks over the next couple of years. I need to keep getting dividends from it. Yeah. Like four and one draft, that that that's where it kind of comes in for me. Like, what do you do with the guys on your roster right now? Do you just replace well, that, them? Give me it's the hard to develop have... four guys on the same timeline at the same yeah. time. Like, how do you get all of those guys to get better? Like, you need yeah, to give me the twenty twenty because the rocket, yeah, the rockets took four last year and kept. They took four nineteen year olds at that and kept them. Usually, or another thing you can do, I think it's maybe it's just less common now. Like the Spurs, you take a guy and just keep him overseas. So it was like, yeah, he maybe he wasn't going to be. We probably could have got him in the second round, but we'll just take him in the first now because we know we're not going to need him for at least two. Like, we just have no rush. And I just don't know if that's as much as a thing now because I, ain't no secrets now. Ain't no drafting. You, you draft a guy and stash him and somebody convince him to. Two, two stashed guys right now. They have another young French it. guy. Uh, I certainly have convinced myself that Johan Begaron will be a, a player in this league, but he's playing in like the French third league right now, so I don't, I don't oh. know about that. You got to start somewhere. He's going, up, he's going up against the guys that uh, Scoob does not think present much of a challenge. <laughs> the to, guys Victor uh, already wiped the floor with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, he's, they're going up against guys that I got four inches on. <laughs> Listen, Scoob, you're a prospect in your own right. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, said, in high school, they thought I was going to be great. <laughs> Rump says you think Oklahoma City trade shade to better their odds at getting Big Vic. I don't think so, but I do wonder if it's like, okay, big joker. Here's our four, 10, 12, and 21. And here's Shea Gilgis Alexander. Now what do you say, Houston? And at that point, if I'm Houston, I'm like, now hold on now. Hold on now. Because maybe if I can add Shea to Jalen Green to maybe Banchero and get the extra picks, at that point, I'm like, Okay, Grom is trying to get some Shay or excuse me, Tobias and two first for Shay. Um, no, the, the the deal I just I just envisioned it now. Tobias is going to the Kings, mm. Bradley Beal to the Seventy Sixers, the four pick to the Wizards. The Wizards go full tank for Victor. Ooh, I think it works out. I think the Wizards need to tank. I think they need to get rid of Beal and they they need to go full to the rebuild. trade machine. School. I think that might work, Jim. We might be onto something here. Um, George said, "Any chance for some Yabaselli minutes?" Uh, uh, he's dominating <laughs> uh, for Real Madrid right now. I bet he is. Yeah, I think we need a. I think we need a three teamer. Who'd you say, Jam? Wizards, Wizards, Sixers, Sixers and the Kings. And the Kings. Okay, so for the Wizards, Bradley Beal would need to go to Philadelphia. Correct. Yes, and that's who apparently they wanted more than Harden, or at least... Yeah, they wanted him all along, apparently. So he would go there. What was the next part of the deal? Tobias to the Kings, because they Tobias need a win to now. The King. They need, yes. Four pick to the uh, Wizards. 
Yeah, 2022 they can four pick. Young guard, and then hopefully get Victor next uh, time, and then whatever money you need. That, to make yeah, that. try the trade and see. We'll see what we need to tweak. Failed, yes, but for what reason? Um, what to say? Finally? I think the Kings are probably over the cap because they're not giving up any money. Oh there. yeah, Kings are gonna send back somebody. Yeah, they're so, thirty-seven million over. So, oh yeah, because to buy. Okay, so we gotta go back to the Kings. They got to send out some monies, probably to the Wizards. I'm guessing. So who? It won't be Sabonis. Won't be De'Aaron. Harrison. Oh, Dante. Dante. Harrison. Harrison oh. Barnes is absolutely getting traded. Ooh, he's gonna well, help you win now, win. though. He's gonna help you. He's, yeah. he's going to help you win now, Jam. I forgot about the thirst to win now. Who's the? Uh... Although oh, is, he is that Jeremy Lamb? Um. Yes. Yeah, he was part of that tra- Sabonis trade. I mean, could he be? Sa- How many years does he have left? We just need some salary. Um, White Dante and Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, try try Lamb and White Dante to the Wizards. That'll give us a start. All right. Now let's see. Ooh, oh, ooh Jam! You might have done done it. Jam! You might have done done it. Well, so on the Wizards, there. we can we can sell off. You can then you can trade uh, Chris Stapps. I don't think anyone's going to want well, him. Look, you're trying to tank for Winbanyama, right? I think you keep Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I think you keep him and play him uh, 48 minutes. Um, Just okay, Chris so, Smith playing 35 minutes a game. I gotta say, I think I like this Jam. I think Jam did a good work. one. Okay, so the yeah, if I'm the Wizards, I do I give up Bradley, who can walk this year for for Diddley. So I might not be getting anything. I get Jeremy Lamb's salary, White Dante, right before his all-star season. And the number four pick in this draft, which pretty, it ain't, I would say it's about as close to blue chip as you can get. It's like a four-player draft. You're getting number four. You're doing pretty good. The Kings, (laughs) Tobias Harris for four is just a very, I feel like the Kings would be like, hey, hey, hey. We need a second round pick back or something like that. It's like we're not getting fleeced over here. Um, I think you could also do this for the Knicks and Julius Randle instead of the Wizards. I think you're, I'm just looking at teams that are just outside, like that are not in the top five this year, but have no real chance of winning, like competing next year. Knicks, Wizards. Uh, I guess the Kings are right there too. I think it's like, like, who needs to tank next year? Well, it's like, are the Pistons, like the Pistons have young talent. Are they going to try to like stink it up one more year? Same for Oklahoma City, same for Houston, same for Orlando. Like Orlando might be like, "Mm." like if Orlando's like, let's take Jabari Smith. Maybe we stink just one more year for Vic and then we see what we have. So yeah, I do think the the Kings would probably need, I don't know, some type of, lower pick or they'd get some type of pick back from oh you can give them the wizards pick this year whatever that's like what nine, yeah what's 10? the wizards go to the wizards pick this year what is that they're 20 yeah swap that send that to the king or the um shouldn't the shouldn't the sixers give the pick because they're getting to they're the ones because yeah the, i was gonna say you might need a pick from both honestly like they might just get okay like one from each Maybe they get one from there, and then we'll see what future picks. Okay, so that's the Kings. Then that to the Kings. Then what do they? So they have a tw- yeah. Send the twenty twenty three. Okay. To the Kings. Try that, which should work. We might need to tweet this out. Yeah, this is. I I like this one. 
do might need to tweet this out because yeah, the Wizards. If I'm the Wizards, I do that because I just like Bradley Bill. It's we tried it. We tried. We tried the John Wall. Brad. We tried. We had a good run. No hard feelings. Onward you go. If I'm the 76ers, it's not perfect fit. Harden, Bill, Maxi, but I do feel good knowing I got a star and didn't have to give up Maxi. So I feel like they would do that. Daryl Morey likes his stars. Only thing better than two stars is seven stars. And the King, the Kings get the win now. They get the Wizards pick, which is probably late lottery. They're probably like a a 10th or 11th pick. So they basically pick swap and then get a future 76ers pick, which they would gladly give to guarantee Bradley Bill. I think this is the one. I think Jam did a thing. Call it in. I like it. I I would call it. Is Vladi still there? Is Vladi still on the line? Is he still making decisions? He probably, his phone probably still rings. This phone probably still ring all the same. So, I don't know. So now, if if you were the Wizards, yeah, you just got Young Gun. You take who? I probably Jay. You probably hope for Jay Nivey to replace uh, Bradley Beal. Tank it out. Go for Victor. 76ers, you've got Embiid. You've got Beal. He's your Harden insurance. Maybe that's the move. You get Beal, and then you say, hey, James Harden, go find an offer, buddy. Because we would love to, we'd love to trade you for some spare. I'd like to trade you for a muffler. Uh, uh, trading James Harden for some scraps for some like some two to three players on the bench, so you don't have to play. Yeah, like, man, uh, a, a, a lockup guy that can defend multiple positions, a small guard that can shoot the lights out, and a backup big so Joel doesn't have to take all the brunt. That's the type of pieces I'd be looking for for James Harden. But hey, <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. What do I know? Pull me down, Scoob. Who wins? I just need a who wins this trade? Who wins this trade? Of the one we have up right now, Wizards, 76ers, Kings. I'll say it aloud again. The Wizards received Jeremy Lamb and Dante DiVincenzo and the number four pick this year. 76ers get Bradley Beal. Kings get Tobias Winnow Harris, a 2022 pick. So this year's Wizards pick, next year's 76ers pick. The poll is up. Let's see. Bradley said, I think you have to take away the pick the Wizards are sending out. They're sending out their All-NBA player for a seven-pick jump. It's true. The thing with that is, Brantley, it's all on how much Bradley Beal wants to play ball. Because they, it's like, hey, that's all we're getting. If he's just like, I'm out, you get nothing. You get nothing. So if I can get Jaden Ivey, White Dante, who's, ba- I mean, he's basically the white Bradley Beal. I feel like I've been reading. I feel like I've been seeing quite a bit of that. I think this could work. Uh, Michael, <laughs> I don't know if Michael likes it. A Harden sign and trade. Who would, who would talk themselves into, what team would be like, we are a James, we need some James Harden. Lakers. For Russ? Russ to Philly? Russ for somewhere else. <laughs> Russ for prison. <laughs> well, Harden to L.A., Russ to Oklahoma City, and Oklahoma City has all the bench parts. Like, what you want? You, you want some Jeremiah Robinson, Earl Take? You want some Basley? Get you some of that. You want you, you want some Kenrick Williams, man? Yeah, get you some Kenrick Williams. All the bench. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
what what site is it? it's Trey? What, what's the name of this website? Uh, fanspo.com. Fans, I do love how ESPN had trade machine forever, then just didn't didn't touch it at all, and like twenty different trade machines that are just more detailed than this. Grum, yeah, Grum points out Sixers could get him for nothing technically. They'd still have to find somebody to take Tobias Harris, but and depending on what Harden does, the Harden thing I didn't realize again. He can still always they try to play any kind of hardball. He can just pick up the option. He always has that in his back. He failed to pick it up, but the date hasn't passed. So he can still pick it up. So he can say, yeah, max or nothing. And they're like, well, let's he's like, okay, bam, 47. And I'll figure it out next year. That so might they, be the best. If I'm the, if I'm the Sixers, I'm hoping I play so much hardball. Definitely. And I'm hoping he does that just so he's on a like a prove it year. Where it's Look, like it, a, you you want that you want that next contract? You're gonna have to not shy away in the playoffs and uh, actually show up in shape. James Harden's like, no, I'm not gonna do either. <laughs> no, of those. No, it was the thing I wanted. Like again, the Chris Paul thing. I was like, I get why they're doing it. He turned down 44 million to get 30 per, but it's like, yeah, but now you got four years of Chris Paul. And if you do that with James Harden, it's like, okay, let's turn down the 47 for a nice 35 or whatever. Yeah, but now you got four years of James Harden. I might, I might just tell him, yeah, take that $47 million and let's, we'll do this same dance again a year from now, but because you need to prove it. I ain't guaranteeing you nothing. Like Kyrie Irving, who, what's the Kyrie Irving market right now? He's up for a max or the net. Like if you're the Nets, you took like, go get a max. Who, okay. Kill the pole. Who wins the trade? Looks like the 76ers are just barely. Grum voted 976,000 <laughs> times. Um, Wendy said no one's giving him a map. I just, it's just a lot of faith in NBA teams and GMs that I just don't. Somebody, one person will no get James. Give him a max. They, one they person will get some money. Yeah. They will get James Harden in the room and be like, man, that's James Harden. And they will give him the, and all that's all James. I think he's his own manager. So that's all he needs. He just needs one team to credibly be like, well, if you don't, um, this whoever, this team that I will credibly go to. Because they could be like, yeah, Orlando, yeah, go to Orlando, Jim. Maybe he would. Maybe he would. I don't see it. But maybe he would. Brandley says odds came out that if Russ leaves the Lakers, the pay, the Pacers, I can't, oh, my Lord. Indiana Russ? I don't like that. I don't like this. I mean, put him next to Halliburton. Halliburton's a good passer. Give Russ the license to shoot. Yeah, take take the ball out of Halliburton's hands. (laughs) You got Brogdon and Halliburton, and Russ is like, I got it, boys. Oh, yeah, I forgot Uh, that Brogdon. Wait, never mind. Man, oh, man. Okay. Give me me some poidal. Yeah. Give me a little poidal, then maybe some factal. We got a full house today. If they don't give me no BS... uh, IPOs. What do we got today? Yesterday, yesterday was Ja Morant. Yep. Which to if people say don't look at the silhouette, I just assume like wild hair, recognizable, or like a star player. That's just mm-hmm. what it cuts it down to. So, what do we have here, Jam? You want to jump us off? Sure. 
Let's go with the 610 Demon, Franz Wagner. Let's see. This person is in the East. And a Ford. I realize that's a terrible pick because he's all the extremes. He's a super young and super tall, so it just gives us no information. Terrible. Hey, hey, hey. We, we know his jersey number is under 22. Uh, school, who you got? Eastern Conference Ford, under 6'10", over 20 years of age. Eastern not Conference Ford, not in the Southeast. So... Our Atlantic team, like the New York's Phillies or the Central team, your Bucks, Pacers, Pistons, that crew. Um, Who are we thinking? Is Evan Fournier a forward or is he a guard? He, for the sakes of this, who knows? We let, let us see. We're just going all foreigners. Ah. Guard forward. Okay. Okay. Slightly older than 29. So got a, a a bit of an old head. Also not in the Atlantic. So Central, so Bucks, Pistons, Pacers. Who else How old is DeMar right? DeRozan? Old. It could be, yeah, let's go DeMar. I think he's in that division. Let's see some DeMar DeRozan. In the Central. Okay, but not so. Could be a buck, could be a piston, could be a pacer, could be a raptor. So 30, Rap, 30. Raptors one. Atlantic. Um, oh, Raptors. Okay, so who, who's the other central one? Who am I missing? Cavs, bucks. Pacers, Bucks. Cavs, Cavs, who was? Cavs, Pacers, Bucks, Pistons. Let's see. I haven't gotten a guess in. Let's see. Who's a 6'5 old man? Um, for the. Bucks, some old guys for the Bucks, the Bull or not the Bulls, the geez. Rodney Magruder. Okay, so th- okay, this person is thirty-one. A forward. They're six-five. So six-five, thirty-one, plays for the Cavaliers. Pacers, Bucks. How old is TJ Warren? T. He's not six five. I think he's like six eight. Six. Man, I would guess PJ Tucker, but the Bucks let him go. School. Um, six five thirty one. A Ford. Is it's you said Pacer? Did Lance Stephenson play for them this year? Or is he on Lance, the Warriors? Yeah. Lance, Lance made him dance. He did. It could be some Lance Stevenson. Could be Lance. Oh, school! Oh, what a pull! I thought he Six played five. for the Hornets, though. I think he. It was just one of those. Like I think he got a couple ten days. Ah, okay. Like so, I think he. You might not be wrong, but he definitely played some with the Pacers. Let's go, Lance Stevenson. Good pull, school. I knew. Good pull. There was no one on the Bucks. The only one person that old would be George Hill. So it couldn't be a buck. This is true. This is true. Give me some, uh, let me see a little factor. Let's see what the category is today. Ooh, this is a good one. Oh, okay. No, okay. Yeah, they, they've they been on some bull lately. We got the top five highest earning actors and actresses. 2020. 
only there. So 2020 annual income, top five highest earning actors and actresses. Jam, have you played some factor? You played factor with us. I've played some factor. He plays. You're a factor extraordinaire. Um, so we're looking at some of the the first name before we even saw him was The Rock. Yeah, I was thinking The Rock. I don't know where, but The Rock is one of my guesses in there. So Dwayne Johnson, who and this is worldwide, I believe, or did it say U.S.? Um, it, it doesn't say, say it just says top five not, highest earning. I would say I think The Rock is in there. I think Adam Sandler. I got to be some Marvel person. Yeah, I was trying to like who's superhero-y. Ryan Reynolds. He was Ryan Deadpool. Re- oh. Lin Manuel, ain't that a rapping music boy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamilton. I, I don't think he got paid for uh, much money in true. for movies. Gail Godot, wasn't she? Wasn't she Superwoman? Superwoman. Yeah. Speaking of uh, superheroes, you guys see uh, the trailer for She-Hulk: Attorney at Law? I know Scoob did. <laughs> did. Did they show her feet way too much in that trailer? They just be showing like. I don't think you get mind. the premise of that show at all. Is it a show? I thought it was a movie because I thought every screenshot I saw, I was like, this is not a real shit. This is some shit somebody put together on Twitter. My understanding of the Hulk is that he only turns green when he's enraged. But this woman was just like, she turns into She-Hulk and then she still has to be a lawyer. And so she's like, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, but she's still green. It's the plight of the woman in this working world, Jam, don't you see? You pig, That's what they said in the trailer. They yeah. they literally had that at line in the trailer. It's like regular Hulk's trying to teach her, and he's like, either rage or anger is going to make this come out. And she said, "That's what happens. Uh, that's every day for a woman." It's called and intersectionality, so, Bruce Banner. Um, if you are, don't recognize women, uh, black women, green women, um, then the oh, jury now must you see quit. color, Jam. Now you see color. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's staring me in the face in the courtroom, yeah. <laughs> it was staring uh staring in the heels. Uh Dwayne Johnson, Gail Godot, Ryan Reynolds. Who do we got fourth and fifth? Who do Will we got Smith, fourth and like, fifth? Like is a bit like I feel like he just gets paid a bunch no matter what he does. This okay. 2020 was he too I feel like he I mean bigger now, bigger than the now. I was thinking Viola Davis, maybe I was trying to think like actress. Meryl Streep, I yeah, feel like Commander. Okay, yeah, Streep's probably in there. Mark Wahlberg. Set. People seem to like him. I don't it, understand it. Let's but do Mark enjoy Wahlberg. His work. We'll do Mark. Marky Mark. Yeah, I, that'll be the day. He'll probably be first. All right, here let's we go. See. Who do we got? Our first. Uh, okay. The one. Listen, The Rock is number one. That is. So Mark Wahlberg is there. Ryan Reynolds is there. But where do we guess them? So we know what where they're not. Scroll up there if you can for me. Okay. So Wahlberg and Reynolds are not third and. Fifth. Got you. Okay. They should have known that there was not going to let women make this list. I feel like they're got to, not even one, or maybe that's what they're showing. There's got to uh, be one. Maybe Melissa like, McCarthy. Like I, somebody got Angelina it. Jolie. Top five. No, it's going to be all men, actually. If <laughs> all white men and The Rock. Um. um so Daniel Craig. Um. I think it could they be might Daniel have made, Craig. Made a bunch. Do they have? Robin was there Craig. a blonde in 2020? Um, I think so, right? We could go. I was thinking Jackie Chan. Somebody like just enter. If this is international, Jackie Chan always plays. All right, we'll do Jackie Chan, Daniel Craig, Danny Craig, Vin Diesel, Fast and the Furious. 
Did people hate him by then? No, he was still working. No, no, it's still popping. Elizabeth, Nicole, Kid- that gotta be. There's, there's you wanted Viola Davis, so let's do Viola. Yeah, yeah. Davis. Let's, let's, give, give me some. Give me some Viola, my president. And we got one more. Who else? Who else? Ben Affleck. Did we guess Will Smith at all? No, we did not yet. Let's Either I mean, he, he don't have to be this guest, but okay. We'll let's do it. uh, let's see. Who? Okay, Ben is in there. Okay. Where what what number did we guess Ben? Um oh third spot? third. So he's not third either. Not okay. So we we need one more name. We're doing good on the names. Mm-hmm. We're doing good on the names. Jeez Louise. I bet we, we I think we get we guess five women and just get them all out of there since it's clearly not going to be Okay. Well let's do it then. <laughs> like, okay. Like like we we are process at elimination, boys. Like Okay, so we'll do Moss, we'll do Kidman, J- Melissa Kidman. McCarthy. This is, our, this is our intersectionality. This is our stand against uh the wage gap. We're gonna show everyone mm-hmm. how absurd this is. Uh, Emily, I don't even know who Emily Blunt is, but I think she's on this. All right, Emily Blunt She's and married to Jim from the office, and that's all I know her for. Angelina hmm. Jolie. Here we yes. go. Show us a woman. No, oh no. Jesus. Not a single one. Wow. Wow. Is it gonna be Akshay Kumar? I don't think this Denzel, is it Denzel? I feel like I've been yeah, overlooking like Denzel's Denzel. is kind of class. Yeah, like Okay. It, Denzel. It might just be, is it just Denzel watch? Well, I think now we got a we got what two guesses left. Yeah, two guesses left. Okay, yeah, we got to start right. doing some ordering. Yeah, we got to start. All right, let's say. Um, okay. No, I think I think you you have to save the order for the last guess. You you can't. Yeah, it's tough to get. Re- what well, I don't know. I think Denzel, we just have to yeah, Denzel, put Denzel first because we know the first one is the Rock, so we don't need to worry about that. Well, let's put a Denzel on there. I think Denzel. I think Denzel's the fifth. Okay. Very well, could be the fifth. unless it's Tom Holland because of uh, Spider Man. Okay. Oh, Tom I think Holland. it's. I, I will bet the fifth one is one of those two, Denzel or Tom Holland. Okay. So well, I want to do this this one because we don't know who he is, so he okay. could be there. Akshay, Lin- I don't. Hamilton was big, man. All right, we'll do Hamilton. We'll do Tom Holland, and then who's our last one? Yeah, Affleck. Oxley, or Affleck. Yeah, Affleck's pretty big. Affleck. All right. Let's see. It was Affleck. Oh, Affleck. It was Affleck. Okay. It was all right. Now order time. All right. The Rock is first. Who? Reynolds okay, and yeah, Vin so Diesel what? are not three. Yeah, is Vin Diesel second? Was Fast just that big? It just pulled the both of the top two guys like I toward th- the top. I man. think so. I Whoa. think yes. I think Vin Diesel might be number two. Okay. Okay. Uh, Wahlberg, Affleck, Reynolds. Maybe I was thinking. I was thinking Reynolds three, but I'm listening. No, no he, he, we already he got already, him three. He's not. Yeah. Oh, the um. And Wahlberg and Affleck yeah. aren't last. Both not aren't last. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 You're right. Um. Wahlberg. Okay, so or no, maybe Aff- maybe it is that maybe Affleck's third. I feel like he's the biggest. I don't know. He was Batman. He was. Batman. I feel like Wahlberg makes more movies, and so then he gets more money. Like it's a it's a volume thing. Okay, Wahlberg. okay. So we'll do Wahlberg. So Wahlberg, Affleck, Affleck, and then Reynolds. Reynolds five again for twenty twenty. Put it on the board. Ooh. Oh, Vin Diesel and we Ryan Reynolds switched. 
Wow. The correct order was The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, Wahlberg, Affleck, Diesel. We had Reynolds and Diesel switch. Tyler, how many of the their movies do you think you saw? Oh, of what the the winning five? Yes, just like in any, my life. Not, not, oh. Yeah, in your life, how many movies of these full five? Yeah, see, Walking Tall, um, Renaissance Man, with Van Wilder, Wilder with Ryan Reynolds, no. based on uh, comedian Burt Kreischer. <laughs> no, I cannot say that I have. Oh, it's um, a it's a classic college uh, raunchy comedy. That I've seen one of the Fast and Furious. Furia. Uh, look look up the movie Renaissance Man for me, school. I need to know who's seen this movie. This is top five. This is real cin- this is, I, I need to know if it's, if it's some real cinema head. Have y'all seen Renaissance Man? Danny I, DeVito? I don't think so. Oh, this is the dude. This is the best movie in the world. Renaissance. He's a teacher. He's a down on his luck teacher. What's how you know it's a movie? Teachers are never down on their luck in real life. Um, directed by Penny Marshall, Danny DeVito. Says he's Late a divorced advertising executive. You say what? The plot says he's a divorced advertising executive. Ahead of his time. Oh, he finds a job. He finds a temp job as a teacher. Oh, I gotcha. And he's got to teach these ragtag bunch of <laughs> bunch of dummies mili- in the army. <laughs> these military get. But look at the, give me the ca- the full cast. It's like some there's some stars in here. Let's see. Yeah, the late great Gregory Hines, Ed Begley Jr. was there. Stacy Dash, pre losing her fucking mind. Mark um, Wahlberg. Marky Wahlberg was there. Khalil Kane, Richard T. Jones, Kadeem Hardison. Oh, James Remar, legend. I'm, I'm telling you, this, this was a who's who. Hans Williams Zimmer seen on it? the score. That guy's uh, okay. Nothing Ooh. but hits. Who's on the score? You guys, you guys don't know the Zim man, Hans Zimmer. Oh yeah. Hans oh, Zimmer, okay. I didn't legend. hear the name. Okay. Like I'm telling you, this is uh this is one of the six movies I've seen. You know what movie I watched last night? Was it Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito? <laughs> I watched Morbius. Oh it's Morbius. People have thoughts about that on the internet. Morbius sweep, Morbius Summer. I actually dude, I fucking loved it. Like if you go Really? In, I don't watch superhero movies and now I'm like I watched two last night because I watched Morbius. Like that's how much I enjoyed that dumbass movie. <laughs> I thought the people said it stunk. School. It's like it, it stinks, but it it like becomes so. If you know it stinks, right? Like if you know it stinks and you don't take the superhero movies like looking for comic book or whatever, it's so funny how half the movie is just people going Doctor Michael Morbius. Like they <laughs> they say his name like a hundred fifty times in the movie. It's awesome. But you liked it. You were like, yeah. Every time yeah. they said it, I took a screenshot of it. I was like, this rules. Fuck yeah. I like it. Interesting. And that's um, who was Morbius? Cancel guy. Jared Leto. Cancel. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Was he? Good? I mean, is he a good actor? Again, I no, haven't seen this. No, he's awful actor, dude. He's so bad. And, and the whole the, the movie is even funnier knowing that he was in method acting and like pretending to be disabled, like with the canes at all times outside of the sucked. movie, and it still sucked. Oh, but five out of five, classic cinema, amazing <laughs> movie. Listen, Mark, uh, Mark says the cinema is fine. It really is. 
Wood repeat. Is it better than Renaissance Man? I'm reading Renaissance Man right now. Lost $16 million. Has a 12 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, (laughs) give me some. I need the Rotten Tomato critic score. uh, Roger Ebert wondered what teaching Shakespeare to the military members had to do with anything. (laughs) Gave it two thumbs down. What does any movie have to do with anything? What are you? What's he getting at? Listen here, Jim. Gene Siskel enjoyed it as a pleasant fare and gave it a thumbs up. So I saw Gene loved it. (laughs) I need a full review. Like, click on one of the number links. It'll take you to the. Review. Um, like, give me Roger Ebert's <laughs> receive mainly negative review. Yeah, click on Rotten Tomatoes, fourteen. Ooh. Or no, this will do one and a half. Oh no, my <laughs> beloved Renaissance man. Uh, zoom in there if we can. I see if I can get, uh, give this some movie. Cri- How long is this? I want to see if I can give it some critical. Um, it's pretty. Oh, it's not yeah. that long. Actually. Oh, okay, it's not that bad. Okay, okay, all right. <clears throat> Renaissance Man is a labored, unconvincing comedy that seems cobbled together out of the half-understood remnants of its betters. Is this Bill watching Simmons? It, Chuck Klosterman. Uh, <laughs> watching it, house, I felt embarrassed for all the actors who were asked to inhibit scenes so contrived and artificial that no possible skill could bring them to life. It's hard to believe that this is the work of Penny Marshall, whose films like Big and The League of Their Own Seem filled with the breezy confidence house. The movie stars Danny DeVito as a divorced and broke Detroit advertising man who is fired from his job, J-Bug. He applies for unemployment compensation and his counselor eventually finds him a job. As a civilian instructor on a nearby army base, his assignment is to take a class of eight difficult cases and somehow increase their basic comprehension of everything, I guess. This is made more difficult by DeVito's own lack of any basic comprehension of how the army works. Oh, that's a classic mix-up. It's how hilarity ensues. Um, the class seems impossible to teach, nephew Kyle. And besides, he's no teacher. In desperation, he begins to talk about Shakespeare. And the students, desperate for action, encourage him to say more. Eventually, the class turns into a seminar Hamlet. And we are subjected once again to the dishonest fiction that academic knowledge can somehow be gained by enthusiasm and osmosis. Why? The student's mastery of the uh, subject is so profound that in no time they put together a classroom rap musical based on Shakespeare's story. (laughs) And it helps that one of the students is played by Marky Mark. My doubt. (laughs) This above all to thine own self be true. It's the only way I remember is from this movie. My doubts about the possibility of teaching Shakespeare in this way are surpassed only by my doubts about how the exercise has anything to do with the army. These doubts are shared by a drill sergeant, Gregory Hines, who thinks DeVito is simply wasting the time of his recruits. The formula of this story requires DeVito to eventually prove himself to the sergeant. And the moment I saw the base's victory tower, a dangerous obstacle course involving lots of climbing and crawling, I knew with the sinking conviction that sooner or later DeVito will be climbing down walls to win the respect of the men. Did he? I won't even read the rest because my throat hurt and you got to watch the rest of the movie to see. You never know. I just love like Liam said, this sounds awesome. 
I just <laughs> love e- e- uh, Roger Ebert going, this would never happen. Not yeah, in this- my military. <laughs> yeah, not in my <laughs> army. Um, 12% rating. Okay. Can you show me the uh, the audience? What does the audience think of it? I bet the audience oh, yeah. got it like 105, 115, <laughs> yeah, 7,000. Let's go to Ron Tomatoes and look up Renaissance Man. Let's see. I can't believe uh, no one. This should be required viewing. Some more home. Everybody in here got to watch Renaissance Man eight times by tomorrow. Oh, the, oh, 50, the people kind of like it. Nah? <laughs> the people speak for themselves and they kind of fuck with it. Uh, 12% from the critics, 53% from the audience score. Two hours and 10 minutes, though, for a comedy is rough. Ooh. It's rough. I guess they, really, it, they really had to explain that plot. But it, what if it's just all comedy all the time? <laughs> it's no, just it, laughs. For... It's just, it, it, they have a laugh track. Everything, no, everybody. The army is funny. A hundred and thirty minutes of laugh. Danny DeVito laughs. Danny DeVito laughs though. Um, then I also tell you that screwed. Screwed is a good movie. It just it just so happens to the all the movies I've seen are the ones I think are good. That's crazy. This is Holy Man by Eddie. Oh man, twelve percent. What what's the lowest what do we think the lowest I like school you might also like other shitty movies. Yeah. <laughs> what's the lowest where they were audience and critics were both like, nah, that was a piece of shit. That was both both sides are zero. Scoob, I know you got I know you got something letterbox me, baby. Um I watched oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do actually have one. I need a stinker um, of a film. I, I this is what I watched yesterday after Morbius, and I thought this was too. This was pretty good, also. <laughs> oh, this is worse than Renaissance Man. <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four got nine percent from the critics. <laughs> Splat, and eighteen eighteen percent from the audience. What did you like about it, school? I I mean, it was it was. I just it kind of looked shitty and Doctor Doctor Doom they it was like they forgot they needed a villain in the movie so then they were like oh well Doctor Doom can be a guy and it was literally just a guy. <laughs> it was awesome. well, I mean, what, what do you want? Y'all ask for everything, man. But yeah, no audience score eighteen percent. I gave it a three point five out of five. So I mean, I... <laughs> you single hand. This was a one before you ended. Chad's gonna think I'm psychotic, but if you look Definitely. at if you look at my letterbox, you'll notice every I pretty much give every movie four stars or higher. Can you pull up your letterbox? Um, yeah, let me. Yeah, I'll pull it up. Then we'll we'll take a a quick break, but I would like to see the the boxed letters. Yes. Um, let me pull this up. I gotta search. So Chad saying the movie was a zero. Have you seen the Fantastic Four, Jim? I heard it sucked. I have not. I don't think I've ever seen any superhero movies. Jam don't do the superhero foo foo. I mean, I only do. I don't do fiction. I only do hard drama. Morbius was real. Movie. Wasn't Morbius based on a true story? Wasn't that a real guy? Yes. Yes. Felix. Felix Morbius. Uh. But it, see, if you look at my ratings. <laughs> I've rated 542 movies, and I've given almost all of them four stars or higher. So, what did you not? What did you give lower? Like, what are the the? What did you give one and two stars? That's what I want. What did you give one star? Uh, can, you sort, um, can you sort by rating? Oh, dear Evan Hansen. I Wait, gave... Squid Game. You gave Squid Game one star. 
Uh, oh yeah, because it's not a movie. This is a site for movies, so it doesn't get it doesn't. Oh, it brings down <laughs> the rating. <laughs> Technicality. It's principle. <laughs> it's principle. You loved it. <laughs> Look, it's everything's principle. a everything's a movie. If you love break that it show. 10 I love that yeah. show, but it gets no stars from me. <laughs> one star. Let's have I seen any Friends? Not a movie. Is that why I got one star? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, maybe, maybe okay. Let's do. We'll do. We'll do the one stars. The half stars. The half stars. Okay. Yeah, okay. give me the one okay, star. Here, uh, the coronavirus conspiracy wasn't good, school. Oh no, that one. <laughs> I won't even. I'm not even gonna talk about that one. Um. Oh, Gotti. Oh, you should see this one, Gotti with John. Oh, Travolta. that's Travolta. Yes. Yes, that's a classic. Oh, it's on a hundred. I think it's on a, a list of movies that have gotten a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Gotti's definitely on there. I think Gotti should be the homework. We should wa- all watch Gotti with John Travolta. It's... I, I think, like, I want to watch it with like him sitting right next to me. Like when you say I want to watch Gotti with John Travolta, I'm like, why the fuck you did this? Why? What were you thinking in that scene, man? Why are you looking like that? You like you you chewing on some nails, man? What is Theodore Rex? Have you seen this score. one with Dennis Rodman? Of course not. Simon said, what? "Is he like a kung fu?" I I don't even remember what this one was about, but I think so. He's a, a tattooed Interpol agent. Oh. So, I mean, it's not good. Um, but yeah, Wait, what? Yeah, what's Rex. Theodore Rex? Theodore Whoopi. Rex, Whoopi Goldberg, and it's about um, the world's toughest <laughs> cop is getting a brand new partner, and he's a real blast from the past. In an alternate futuristic society, a tough female police detective is paired with a talking dinosaur (laughs) to find the killer of dinosaurs and other prehistoric animals, leading them to a mad scientist bent on creating a new Armageddon. Oh my lord, we we need to watch this This movie. This is the new homework. Theodore Rex. This is the new homework. Ninety-five. Man, I don't remember this at all. This was that was I think that was the first movie I watched last year. Um, that shit got two oh, was, out of ten stars on. Four. That's the dad from the dinosaur. It was direct to video. It was so bad they. Couldn't oh, you think? It. You think? <laughs> this one didn't get the red carpet uh, treatment. Look at him in his suit. He's in his suit with Whoopi at the at He's a kinda, funeral. Just chilling. Just just blending in. Um. <laughs> That's campaign, man. That's our camp. That's the campaign mean. That's our campaign be. Uh, wow. Uh, let's take let's take five. Charles McDonald on the other side, but maybe we just keep. Maybe we just read everything there is to know about Theodore Rex. I think maybe we just we just go into the the, the Theodore Rex business. <laughs> so let let us take five. Jam is going to bounce. Jam has he has Theodore Rex to watch. We don't want to hold him up. If I figure uh, out where to stream it, I will uh, absolutely share it in the in the Twitter community. Hell, I bet it runs twenty four hours a day in hell, uh, brother. So let us take a five minute break. We'll be back on the other side. Hey, we back. Hour three. Happy Hump Day. Charles McDonald is back. Charles, have you seen Theodore Rex before we get into anything? No, I don't know what that means. Oh, school. I think you got to show him some Theodore. I think he, you got to. He doesn't know Theodore <laughs> <does>. Rex. <laughs> you mean <laughs> you mean you don't you don't remember what? Theodore Rex and Whoopi Goldberg in no 
a movie? <laughs> I don't remember this at all. I've... Wait, they look, they look like they're a little close on that uh, that movie poster. Hey, they're partners, asshole. Look, Fedor oh, okay. Rex was a legend. Look at him. Look at him walk. Oh, what does he do? See, look at that. He he like slapped her butt with the tail. People? Oh, he he's in the fall. See, this is that's nine that's 90s humor right there. Do I even want to know how you guys like got started on this Fedor Rex topic? Like, what's the what's the the pathway to get here? I uh, one star. We were talking about like the worst movies ever. So we were on Scoob's yeah. Letterbox, and I was like, I want to see the one star review. I want to see the 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 worst of the worst. And there was a movie with the Tyrannosaurus Rex named Theodore on the cover, and I said, I, I'd like to know more about wow. this Theodore. Oh, bro, y'all was not there for Howard the Duck. Yeah, Howard the Duck. I mean, Howard the Duck's Listen, a legend. Howard the Duck kicks ass. Y'all was not there. Howie's These people all look so... Why he look so fucked up? What's his deal? It was the 80s. What you mean? <laughs> yeah. He was on cocaine. That's what I'm saying. He's a, he, he's a, bit, of a bit of a party duck, if you know what I mean. Um, Howard, Howard, Howard Duck's got some issues he got to work through, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Howard the Duck... Was that in your one star movie school? Um, I believe I gave Howard the Duck three stars. I was uh, gonna say Howard. Howard wow. better than one, man. Yeah, Howard the Duck is cool. He's the Howard got that shit on too. Look at yeah. that. That's Burberry. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Look at that rare claw. Yeah. Uh, he's flexing on him. <laughs> yeah, he's nah, a we... legend. I mean, Howard the Duck. He was pull. He would pull like he pulled hose. He listen. Howard the Duck and Roger Rabbit. Used to get hose, man. Yeah, a cartoon wow. rabbit and an outer space duck. Roger Rabbit used to have a hose. You think Winnie the Pooh had hose? No, he no. didn't have pants. Yeah, no <laughs> pants, no hose. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah, he... <laughs> no pants, no hose. Hey, just, yeah, just hung out with <laughs> hung out with Christopher Robin all day. Weirdo. No shirt, no service, no pants, no hose. No pants, no hose. <laughs> Nah, we need a Howard the Duck. Okay, if they came out with Howard the Duck now, who who's Howard? Who who's the oh, who's twenty twenty two? Howie the Duck. I don't know why, but the hair is making me think like a James Franco situation, where he mm-hmm. just gets to continue being a creepy guy. I would say is he the, the bad guy. one. Can we get yeah. the other? Is, that, is the brother the bad one? Yeah, the brother the yeah but Howard Duck looks like he looks like a little bit of a deviant himself too. Bad you know, news, yeah. <laughs> he looks like who, who, Jay Leno. You think Leno could play? I know Jay Leno's a deviant. Look at him. <laughs> Leno, he wear too much denim for me to be like, this guy's like just on the level. This guy's a, a billionaire, damn near. And he just wear way I thought you were saying Jay Leno wears too much Leno, denim. I was like, he does. He does. <laughs> look up Jay Leno. Look, type just Jay Leno denim. If he's out and about, not in a... Look. No way. I prom- <laughs> he wears a suit or he wears denim. Those are the... like. <laughs> Those are the options. These are all different <laughs> pictures. Yo, denim is an underrated, funny ass word. I, I don't know if that's just like yeah, my yeah. brain poisoned by the internet, but every time I hear someone say denim, I just lose it, bro. Like, <laughs> look, look at like, him. Listen, Jay, he own. I'm telling you, he literally only all the two, three things I know about Jay Leno. He loves like classic cars, like so, like he rents a million dollar like garage for all his classic like that's how much he loves him two he's one of those like 
I don't think he's spending like his NBC money. He's one of those like, oh no, I save those. I just invest those checks. I just live off the my other stuff. And three, oh, so he's a gronk of late night television, more about. or less. Okay. And three, he only wears all denim, all top, wow. all bottom, all denim, all the time. <laughs> How much do you think those denim that denim shirt costs him right there? Uh, Four thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it it just looks like that. School, how much you think that them denim jeans Jay Leno got on? How much you think those run for? They're not cheap. Uh, Those are, I'm going to say that they're sort of cheap. I'm going to say 250. That's cheap for him. That's his, yeah, that's his play pair. Mm -hmm. He's just going to the store, (laughs) put on his little 300, $400, whatever. And then he just goes. A lot of denim with Jay Leno's salary. Well, if he's not touching it, even the endorsement, like, you can buy a shitload of denim with that shit. What's Jay? Is Jay Leno like white, white, or what's his? He's looking very tan here. Like, what's his? Yeah. What's his history? I was about to say, is he spicy white? Or what's yeah, the is he Italiano? Jay Tarico? What's it? We find James Douglas Muir Leno. Mm. Wow. We got to get Jay a better Wikipedia photo, respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully. I he, think like, he looks, looks like he's living hard here. He looks I thought good. It was Ted, I thought it was Ted Kennedy. Um, he looks good? He looks like he's enjoyed the fruits of his labor. Yeah, he doesn't have on I, denim, though. That's how you know he's oh, not happy. Yes. No <laughs> denim. No, Fender said no undershirt either. I know it's been wild under there. <laughs> just, the, just the denim. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who give me Jay Leno's early life? I feel like we're about to find out something very wild. Scotland. He's Scottish. He's Scottish, maybe? He's Scottish. He was born in Greenock, uh, Scotland. His father, Angelo, was an insurance salesman born in New York to immigrants from Italy. Okay, so he's Italian. Full blooded to okay. That makes more well, not no, mother born in Scotland, pot so he's Half Italian. Um, he has what an older mean, brother, though? Patrick Leno. <laughs> Everyone is a war Patrick. veteran. Jesus Christ. I didn't know he anything. Not war Man, you cannot pay me to go to war, bro. No. Listen, they tried. Smoking. They tried to pay. They literally tried to pay me. <laughs> 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 to, to do just that. I, I say no thank you. Um, nope. <laughs> you wouldn't even go with Patrick Leno on your side? I mean. No, oh, I Pat, you didn't say Pat was there. <laughs> if, if 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 P. Lynn was there, yeah, I, I go over. Yeah, I go overseas. Hold on, chop. Let me overseas. Yeah, yeah, me. How do, yeah, how do you get his start? Um, <laughs> made his first appearance on the Tonight Show March second, nineteen seventy seven, performing a comedy route. He had minor. He had a minor role in Good Times. Wow, this is genuinely shocking. Did you know that, Sex Jay? You said uh, I, did, I had no idea Jay Leno was on. I don't know. I what need good to times watch. Is. You don't know what, what? what good times is? No. Good times. Wow. Anytime you need a fan. Good times. Wow, this is a this is a real two Americans moment right here. Yeah, it really. This is, it this, is. This, this, this is like when we had the the mining <laughs> or what well, my friend Martin thing a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be, I'm trying to think of like the equivalent. It'd be like school. If I was like, I was Seinfeld. What the hell is Seinfeld? You'd be like, what? You never heard of Seinfeld? <laughs> that is That's true. A- that is that is how I would go. So no, Good Times is 
it's a wonder good times ever got made. The consistently saddest show I've ever watched in my life. Absolutely. Every single episode. There aren't any good. That's the thing, Scoop. There aren't any good times. No. The good times that's, are minimal. I think like probably one of those, I, I think it's good times, like one of those famous scenes from that show is mommy going, damn, damn, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I know <laughs> that. I know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, Dino Mike. That got, that's oh, I know that time. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, okay. All that's yeah. from this. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, knew I, I, I knew of it. I just didn't know, like, that was what I was looking at, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I need to see... Okay, Theodore Rex has been canceled. I need to watch the Good Times episode where he, Jay Leno... Yeah, is can you like just Google the, Jay Leno and Good Times? Like, what does he look like in this he's, episode? <laughs> he's the landlord. James, you're late on your rent again. <laughs> damn, 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 damn. There he is. What? 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 <laughs> Yo, what? ain't no fucking way, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he supposed to be? I don't know. Um, a VD clinic patient. VD, bro, you know she was bad. They used to call it. They had to switch the whole initial. What the, what the hell is this? He looks like he looks like the guy from the Joker movie in uh, in this ghetto. Oh yeah, he's got the same glasses. He's got the Joker same glasses, glasses. same he's shirt, like, same jacket. Got the hat he's like on. John Lennon. He does. Does John Lennon look like the Joker now? Is that what we're figuring click, out? Click on that article. I need to know how they expressed he was a vegan. Bro, his he's like, chin. Look, I, I say this to someone who has a big chin. His chin looks crazy in those pictures. It was crazy. It was a bad angle. Bad, <laughs> bad angle for Jay. Um, yeah, they said that's the mask. That's the uh, the moon pie dude to be grinning on the moon pie. That's uh, a. What does that second paragraph say? Um, <laughs> the only question left on my mind is, what kind of venereal diseases do you think Jay Leno had? Was it chlamydia or was he more of a herpes guy? Gonorrhea, hepatitis, or syphilis. Although this is Jay Leno we're talking about here, and he probably can't even get VD right. So I guess I'm probably just going to have to go with a mix of yeast infection and crabs. What? The sampler. This lady uh, does not like Jay Leno. Not a fan. No. Who, Pat no. Bev wrote this? Who wrote this? Stacy Ritson. <laughs> so Jay Leno may have just strolled denim clad in the sunset last week. Hopefully... For the last time this time, but if you're missing, <laughs> but if you're missing him already, I have the perfect antidote for you. This amazing clip from a 1975 episode of Good Times, which he plays a poor, venereal disease-addled man <laughs> who, befri- who JJ befriended. She said he was saddled with venereal diseases. Goddamn, it was crawling off him. Who befriend? Who JJ befriends in the waiting room of a clinic? It is amazing. That's Jay Leno's first ever acting gig. This is a simulation school. Wow. I've never been more certain that this is all a simulation. Welcome. I've been saying that for so long. Jay, this is one, like when I found out, I think legit Adam Sandler and Alicia Keys, like the first time they were on TV was the fucking Cosby show. I was like, what? Do, what? You're telling me that Good Times is responsible for Jay Leno? That's right. Like I said, there were no Good Times, Charles. There were zero good times. What? 
I'm okay. watching. Yeah. I'm watching this whole episode. I, I gotta watch this episode. Here. Right. I'm. Yeah. We might do a live watch. Everybody pull it up at the same time. We can't do <laughs> it on screen, but everybody, all right, play. And we all we'll, get into, we'll get into a Twitter Spaces Damn. and just live talk through it. Listen, we really might need to do that for some of this stuff. <laughs> I think we could do a 30 minute episode on a Twitter Space, no problem. Is this yes. more startling than the Mandela verse? Oh, to me, yes. I'll go first. Yes, I, I, I think it is to me too. He wow. was addled. You understand? He was addled. But do we know why Stacy hates Jay Leno so much? Because that second paragraph is very, very personal. Fender says Jam follows her on Twitter. So Jam, Jam follows Jam knows Stacy Ritson. Mm-hmm. Yes, click on her Twitter page. Um, I don't think we should do this. <laughs> we'll oh, ask. Jam. I, I just want to ask, like, Jam, do you uh? You hate Jay Leno too, and he's like, "Oh, that asshole." Let me tell you about Jay Leno. Oh, let me. Oh, you get a load of him. Um, you think James upset that J- Jay bought all the denim that he was trying to get? It could be, dude. Imagine I think he got, he got Jam pulling up in a full denim suit. One of these streams, oh, man. On a, in a Bentley, in a Bentley, just one of Jay Leno's nice cars, full denim yeah. in a. Uh, J- Jam uh, was saving up for that forty five hundred dollar denim jacket. Gets to the store, they say, Jay, I'm sorry, you just out of luck. Jay just bought the last one. Walks outside, see Jay's in his new denim jacket speeding off in the Lamborghini. Yeah, I, I jam. Uh, he just pulls off in a, a 1922 Stutz Bearcat. It costs $300,000. Um, oh my God. <laughs> what other stuff has Jay Leno been in now? Like, yeah, give me back to Very shocking to me. I feel like if that's your first role, that's your first role, I might got to pass on the VD adult guy. Like, that's what I'm going to be known until I wasn't Jay Leno back then. They didn't see me at the store and say, hey, that's Jay Leno. They say, hey, there's the guy that had that shit. He was in Holmes this. and Yo-Yo. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> is, is that something that, that you know, Scoop? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, no. Scoop, y'all don't know Holmes and Yo-Yo. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Man, we watched that. Every- My whole family watched Holmes and Yo-Yo. I'm saying, is Holmes and Yo-Yo another uh, Two Americas moment? <laughs> I was a kind of- Holmes and Yo-Yo. Like, okay, it only got one season. There's 13 episodes. Police Detective Holmes and his new android partner, Yo. I would love to see. <laughs> Hold up. Is Yo-Yo just supposed to be a robot because he has a calculator on his chest? Yes. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, I need to see what people in 1975 thought like an android would be like. It was like, this just, is what an android will be like. He will have super TI-84 strength. On yeah. chest. That's it. He's like, he's the android. Uh, he's got a character tape on his chest. Who do you think it is? <laughs> if your show only got one season, I think we should be able to watch it like copyright free. I feel like that's, I know we can't. I know that's not the way it goes, but this show got 13. Familiar. He finna shoot the computer, man. I wish there was like a trailer. Click, click on this one on the on the on the right. This All the one? way. Yeah, that one. Yes. <laughs> Yo-yo speaking. <laughs> Detective Yo-yo here. Hello. <laughs> Why is that on his chest? Like he doesn't want to hide that he's an android Wait, at all. <laughs> Why is Roots in the related uh <laughs> what? <laughs> Roots and Holmes and Yo-Yo. Hey, you, you, hey, if you liked Holmes and Yo-Yo, I got something. You, man, oh, just say right there. I got something you're gonna love. 
<laughs> what is the connection there? Someone said hoping for hoping for a DVD <laughs> release of Holmes and Yo Yo. That was Jam. Who wrote that review? Jay Packard. Who wrote that? That's the guy we need to interview next. The guy who wants a DVD reboot of Holmes and Yo Yo. <laughs> How I've old do you think I, that guy is? <laughs> I've searched high and low. I can't find it. Okay. Also, the guy who's asking for Holmes and Yo Yo DVDs is also the guy. Like that's one of his first times getting on the internet ever. He's like, man, I got it. Probably why he got on the internet, <laughs> right? The pilot is on YouTube, so if anyone wants to watch Holmes oh, and Yo Yo, I'm gonna come in tomorrow. Oh, be like, God, I come through four episodes of Holmes and Yo Yo. It's not bad, guys. It's really not that bad. Also, I, you know, I would love to talk to the person who, for the Holmes and Yo Yo shirt, is cutting out just enough so they can stick that calculator on his chest, like. <laughs> What was that like for you? You were cutting out a perfectly sized hole so they could glue this calculator on his chest. How's it measure twice, cut once. Measure <laughs> twice, cut once. So you make sure the, the hole is perfect for the TI-86. Uh, okay. This, this Jay Leno shit is crazy because so he starts off 1976. He's playing the, the venereal disease riddle guy on Good Times. And by 1984... He's like on NBC game shows, 1986, a substitute host on the Tonight Show. That's what, what I'm saying. It was a that? listen back then. I really do think it was a time. It was one of those like, how did how'd you get to be the weatherman back then? I just showed up and said I wanted to be the weatherman. Yep. But you know what I'm saying? Like so, at a certain point, he was like, I said, I, I, I want to do that. You want to host late night? Okay, yeah, do it. Okay. Yeah, it's like he just I, got there like, early. When like you've ever been unemployed and you ever talked to like an older person, an elderly person about being unemployed. They're like, why don't you just go down and just say you want a job and give me a resume? You put on a suit and tie and you walk, walk in, in there. And you look in his eyes and you <laughs> shake his hand and he makes you a CEO. Shake. Yeah, yep. a firm. That was literally me getting out of college. My dad was like, I don't, I don't understand, son. They're telling you to apply online. You just go in there. I was like, you understand, old man. Headquarters <laughs> in Toronto or some shit like that. It's a completely different game. I'll get arrested if I do that. Yeah, <laughs> right, like, I'd like a job. <laughs> yeah, I could not get past security. Walking they would have in, me immediately arrested. Walking in and doing your best Jay Leno impression. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, there's something here. Um, <laughs> this guy just he reminds me of Jay's spitting image. <laughs> what's the deal with this stuff, huh? Wednesdays, huh? Wednesdays. What's, what, what, what's the deal with this security guard? Why is he pulling me out of here? Come on. What's going on? I'm doing my bit. Keeping it secure, all right. And they go like, oh, I like that guy. Um, and next thing you know, I, oh, there's that's, that's, that's the picture they show in the documentary when uh, it's like, hey, man, he was a ladies' man. He had it all. The men <laughs> wanted him. The women wanted to be. That's the picture it shows. And then it all came tumbling down. This picture looks like it's it's the the picture chosen. It'll say like the day he was born and the day he died on it. Like this is the one they'll use. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> In lieu of flowers, uh, type picture. Jay uh, Leno killed twenty twenty three, crushed by dump truck driver. Jay Leno, uh, suffocated by denim, dead at forty eight. Um, <laughs> suffocated by denim. That's just you know, the Jay, picture. Jay, he got, he got a, an allergic reaction to denim one day, but he was so steadfast in his ways, he let it kill him. <laughs> he will be missed. He leaves a wife and several million. Wait, 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 wait
Bro, this just gets wild. Why does Jay Leno have a section on the Michael Jackson trial? Wait, during the 2005 trial of Michael Jackson over allegations of, you know what, uh, Leno was one of the few celebrities who appeared as a defense witness in his testimony regarding a phone conversation with the accuser. Leno testified he was not asked for any money and there did not appear to be any coaching. But the call seemed unusual and scripted. Wow. What? Wow. They called Jay Leno in to defend Michael Jackson? This was this was to help Michael Jackson's case, correct? Yeah, yes, I believe so. so as wow. A result, Leno was initially not allowed to tell jokes about Jackson or the case, which had been a fixture of Tonight Show's opening monologue in particular. But he and his show's writers used a legal loophole by having Leno briefly step aside while stand-in comedians took the stage and told jokes about the trial. These stand-ins included Roseanne Barr, Drew Carey, Brad Garrett, and Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller, Roseanne Barr giving you the Michael Jackson jokes. Come on, man. Yeah, listen, man. If I was Mike, I'd be like, man, nah, that's that's the line, bro. You're not going to call in Roseanne Barr like Mariano Rivera. Uh, what, is, what is this? The early 2000s culture is fucking insane. Not a real time. I can't not a you, real time. You, you won't convince me that it's a real time because it's not. Like the, the, gag the first order, boom of the internet. <laughs> bad times, man. The gag order was challenged. A court ruled that, Geno, that Leno could continue telling jokes about the trial as long as he did not discuss his testimony. Leno celebrated by devoting an entire monologue <laughs> to Michael Jackson jokes. What the hell? <laughs> he, he was like, hey, I could, hey, they said I couldn't do this for f- four months, but I got, I got a couple <laughs> jokes prepared today. They... That's what it'd be today. Hey, they tried to cancel me, baby. Jay is back with a... They tried to cancel me because I went to Michael Jackson's defense in this trial. Yeah, boo. (laughs) boo. Um, Succession by... That's one way to put it. Succession by Conan Conan O'Brien. It's a time slot conflict. I remember that. Is there more... More stuff that's as juicy as the Michael Jackson. Ooh. Public oh, image. Criticism. Ooh. Criticism. Ooh. Uh-oh. Leno has faced heated criticism and some negative publicity for his perceived role in the 2010 Tonight Show conflict. Critics excited a 2020, or excuse me, a 2004 Tonight Show clip where Leno said he would allow O'Brien to take over without incident. Always a lie. Yeah, Always no, it'll lie. be fine. The guy that'll take my job, it'll be great. Um... At the time, let me see. Yeah, at the time, Leno said he did not want O'Brien to leave for a competing network, adding, I'll be 59 when the switch occurs. That's five years from now. There's really only one person who could have done this into his 60s, and that was Johnny Carson. I think it's fair to say <laughs> I'm no Johnny Carson. <laughs> and how much longer did he do it? Uh... <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> We got a Rosie oh, O'Donnell appearance here too. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell was his most. Yeah, anytime it was like, "Hey, Rosie O'Donnell, support you." I said, "Man, I fucked up, bro." Yeah, my, my Rosie friend. O'Donnell, my biggest supporter. I fucked up, school. You, 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 you no, she, no, she was on Conan's side. 
Oh, I read that wrong. Read that yeah, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, no, if even, I'm Conan, yeah, he, yeah if I'm Conan, then I'm like, ah, oh, boy. He said he called Leno a bully. And his actions oh, classless. A bully and classless. Okay. Classless and kind of career defining. There's wow. a Jay Leno autobiography called Leading with My Chin. Oh, we got we got Leno and Kanye mashup at the bottom of this. Oh, brother. I think we've gone too far. <laughs> what? In two what? In, In 2000, Leno, I don't remember this. Leno received minor criticism. All? For asking Kanye West how his recently deceased mother, Donda West, would have felt about the incident at the 2009 VMAs, causing West to begin crying live on air. Why? Dude, I don't remember that saying. at all. Neither do I, but it's what I'm saying. Early 2000 culture, it's wild. Do you imagine that happening today? Yo, how, how, do you, how would your mother who passed away think about you acting crazy on stage? What? What are you doing, Jay? Nah, he was probably have a full denim getup when he said that shit too. Nah, he would probably got choked. They would turn his arm around like a dude that ran up on Chappelle. Wow. This is, uh oh, Patton Oswalt was mad at him. Said comedians who don't like Jay Leno now, and I'm one of them. We're not like wow. Jay Leno sucks. It's that we're so hurt and disappointed that one of the best comedians of our generation willfully has shut the switch off. Damn. This guy. Hold on. He faced criticism from who? Oh, uh, he faced criticism for expressing support for Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. I thought it said Ellen was criticizing. I was like, I know that ain't who I think it is. But he was, oh, is, he's expressing support for Ellen. Oh, known good person. So, this got dark, man. There's a support for Leno section. <laughs> <laughs> Not as long as the criticism one. You know, how fast that ended. Yeah, that was, uh, you can fit that all in one shot. Um, wow. Dick Ebersol said they were chicken-hearted and gutless. Dennis Miller and Jerry Seinfeld have credited Leno as their inspiration. Again, that's where you for Jay Leno, you're like, this is my leg. This is what I've done. Jerry Seinfeld is my, my legacy. This- I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> what personal life? What's Jay like? Jay got a wife and some kids or something. Um, you know, kids. Mavis got a wife though. His wife has a wicked click on Mavis. She's in the philanthropy. A leading feminist in California. Stop gender apartheid in Afghanistan. Oh, so she's real in the field. Yeah, she's real. She's really out here. Oh wow, she's really she, out here. She doing real work. And he wearing uh, denim suits and driving Bentleys. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm trying to change the world, asshole. This and, geez. Okay, really salute. Something. Okay, Mavis. I had no idea. Known he, for his prominent jaw. He claims to only need four or five hours of sleep each night. That's not healthy. Yeah, but here, he read is- the next sentence, though. Read the, He ain't having no fun. He don't need to sleep. Oh, true. That's a lie. Look, you know what I'm scroll, scroll back up. That's a that's a goddamn lie. Look at the picture of him in that pink shirt. The, the one that we were looking at earlier. You gonna tell me oh, that listen. this man ain't fucking? Come on now. This this was right <laughs> before his car ran off the cliff. He was 38. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I can see the people that don't need no time. To, yeah, they it's like no, I don't drink or do. I was like, what are you staying up awake doing? You don't do nothing fun. He don't drink, he don't gamble, he don't smoke. He visit car collections and working in his private garage. 
Jay Leno, does he know on cars? Does he like fix cars and shit or what? Oh, when, oh yeah. I knew he I knew he has I didn't know he fixed them. I just know he was like a big drives the classic cars. I didn't know he worked. That kind of changes things. If he like actually does the work too. Yeah, yeah, it does. But I no, yeah, he's got like I think Yo, this is like his personal garage. All these pictures. I'm telling you, though, those are the things. <laughs> listen, those are the things I know about Jay. Well, now I know so much more about yeah. Jay Leno. But he, yeah, like hundreds and thousands, <laughs> millions of dollars in cars. <laughs> Long sleeve denim, the short sleeve denim. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> Long, Long distance denim. Yeah, he's like, listen, it gets a little cool out. He pulls a string and the sleeves uh, deploy. Oh, no denim Holy here. <laughs> no, look, look how miserable he looks, though. Yeah. W- w- wish I had on some denim. <laughs> wish I had on some denim. These, these are like old lawnmowers. What's that pink bitch? Was that a kazoo? What is like? How many cars does he have? Oh, hundreds, dude. Like hundreds. Top here we go. Top five craziest cars from Jay Leno's garage. Oh, it's a video. No. Yeah, the, the Pepto Bismol. Let's look. How many, many how some of these hoes tough? I'm not gonna hold you. Some of them trash, but some of them talk. How many cars does Jay Leno have? I'm gonna guess hundred, a hundred. I don't know. Three hundred. Three. I'm t- and again, those are three hundred. He ain't got three hundred Hondas, Charles. Right. He got three hundred like um, Aston Martins, nineteen twenty-two. Wow. The, uh, he's got a, a registry. Oh, one hundred eighty cars, one hundred sixty motorcycles. How much is it worth? How much does it say there? Is it worth? Fifty-two million dollars. Bags on bags, man. <laughs> See, this this is the kind of money that like I can't even comprehend having. Like that that is crazy, bro. Fifty-two million dollars in cars. In cars. His How much you say he's worth? Four hundred and fifty million. Dropping the bucket, man. I would guess more. I was going to guess more than that, honestly. Dropping them. Go back to the Wikipedia because I think it was about to say like the third thing that I knew about Jay Leno. Go this. Um, yeah, where's the? I think it was in the personal yeah life whatever section we was in because it was talking about how he does. He's just one of those like, oh yeah, I don't spend the new money. Let me see. I can't believe it we was, spent like thirty five minutes on Jay Leno. Listen, we we came in with Theodore Rex, man. It's just been off yeah. the rails all day. Here we go. <laughs> Leno's claimed that he has not spent any of the money he earned from the Tonight Show. But lives off his money from stand-up routines. He reportedly earned thirty-two million in two thousand five. He also has an oh, honorary he... degree for some reason. So yeah, I was like, I remember that he's one of those guys. Like, oh, I don't even spend the Tonight Show money. That's hadn't even cashed a check yet. Wow. Somebody said that's one season of quarterbacking for the nasty man. <laughs> hey, listen, speaking of his ass. <laughs> speaking, yeah, pull up that story if you can, Scoop. Because it came out yesterday that he, that Deshaun Watson, and I want to get it apologized to a masseuse because she was crying at the end of a massage. Do I have that correct? He he uh, he had admitted under no under oath that she was crying after massage. Uh, and she, but he also claims he doesn't know like what she was crying about. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I think I also saw in there he like sent a text or he apologized at some point for her crying, even though again he 
doesn't know what 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 could she be crying about? Two hundred, I don't. Two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed for this, bro. That's guaranteed. That is some wild business. Um, and I, 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 I just find like in a lot of arenas since the pandemic started, really, you're just starting to see like how barefaced the greed is in a lot of <laughs> a lot of areas of life. Listen, this was uh, my when they when sports first went away. I was like, I hope they don't come back because this is the shit you see. I hope <laughs> yeah. they don't come back. Yeah, do you have teams tripping over themselves to get this guy? Including mm-hmm. what I think the Falcons, Saints, Browns were the last three in the Panthers. Was it? it was like it was like seven or eight. So it was like that's why I say the Browns yeah. got him. It's irrelevant who got him because a number of right. teams would have been willing to do and overlook this exact stuff and still. The part that still, I think we talk about anytime he comes up, just how he had the leverage to get 230 guaranteed. It's unbelievable. Uh, guaranteed. Right. Cause, I mean, because you're talking, what, if you say he had seven, eight teams, and that's what we know of that were interested, that's a quarter of the league, dude. That's, that's what I'm saying. So he's like, look, I can, <laughs> he could have named, I mean, I feel like he basically did name his price, and it was like, okay, who's going to meet it? And the Browns said, we'll meet it. Yeah, but we get the picks, know, whatever. We got 200, yeah. If you go back to that press conference, Deshaun's like, oh, no, the money wasn't a factor. Oh, really? Nah. Because really? you were about to go back. You were excited about going back home to Atlanta like a day ago, and now you're moving to Cleveland. So, At this point, why would he be honest now? Because he's got nothing to gain by being honest about it. That's what I'm saying. He's already <laughs> – I won't say he won, but he's already – the toughest is over for him, I feel. Right? Oh, like yeah. getting – Getting booed uh, in the stadium is nothing to, and it's not going to happen this every stuff. week. The people will forget. Nobody it'll have yeah, couple times by like week six in Cleveland, it'll be fine. He'll hear it on the road. That's to be yeah. expected. So, but somebody else, he's just like, I just got to wait. Somebody else gonna fuck up, take the heat off me. Yep, like I like wait his, uh, uh, I forgot about to say my brain is uh scattered. Completely forgot about. That. Oh wait, no, now I remember the last uh. The last like hurdle that he has is um, just find out how long it's going to be suspended for, and, and move on. Just get to be the, the Browns quarterback after. Well, yeah, and again, of the two thirty, one million dollars salary this year, so they're going to really throw the book at him. That the fines, yep. the suspensions come out of that one mil. Now the other two hundred and twenty nine, <laughs> <laughs> none of That's my business, Scoob. I'm not an accountant. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, he. It just so happens he he'll only get fined. Out of his one million dollar base, which is part six thousand that the NFL salary cap is simply not real. You can just make it do whatever you want to. But it's a dirty uh, game. The only, the only thing I will say about like the salary cap stuff is, if you look at where Deshaun's dead cap is, it's basically higher than any number we've ever seen before. So he, he's basically oh, got, locked. It, he's locked on the Browns for at least three years, probably four. And wouldn't it be funny if he was just terrible? Like after that year off, you just oh, it'd be it'd be delicious. Yeah, yeah give me the uh, Deshaun Watson uh, sport track. I think Scoop that should tell it's us like sport track or yeah, yeah. yeah, should give us the the dead cap stuff. But yeah, like that's the whole point of it. you give that much money. I feel like it was basically him and his team saying like, hey, like y'all tied to me, buddy. It yeah. can go as poorly as whatever. Let's yeah, so quickly the, uh, the contract details, and you look at the dead cap. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, what's a dead cap per year? Okay, so for people who don't know, dead cap basically like if we get rid of you, this is what you are going to count against for our salary cap total. 
Uh, mm. So, for example, Matt Ryan counts right now like $40 million against the Falcons uh, cap space because uh, because of the trade. So, basically, this is th- these are these are numbers written in like you basically have to keep me on the team. $230 million right. dead cap. Right. No matter what, basically. Yeah. Yeah. One sixty four million, one oh nine million. And then even in the last year, you get all the way down to fifty four. Fifty four is like where it starts to get manageable. Like maybe you could think about moving on if he is uh struggling, but you have locked yourselves in. I was say you five years up. in now, yeah. Yeah, right. So but financially, you have locked yourself into four years of this, and you just have to pray he doesn't do something like this again. And he's already done it, what, twenty two times? So I, I don't know if that's a reasonable thing to expect. That was legit. It, my, like, if you're the Browns, you're like, so nothing else is going to cut. There's no like 20 more cases, right? And he's like, no. No, definitely not. I, I saw you good. planning a team trip to the Bahamas. That's that's good. Built some yeah. morale. Uh, I think Austin I saw he had it. Was, <laughs> it was funny that they, were, they reported that Baker Mayfield did not go on the trip. No shit, bro. <laughs> Why not? Is he not part of the team? <laughs> I guess not. You know, I, I forgot. Well, technically, uh, He's uh he's still oh, part of the team. He's he's in he's in limbo, bro. Like if no I was back, oh, I would I would have paid my own way. Oh, where we we wasn't it? It was in some island or something, wasn't it? It yeah. was like it was a yeah. It's like, oh, we going to the bottom. Yeah, I want a big baker one. I want yeah. Let's let's go train, fellas. Yeah, he just show up there. He they don't give him the plane or the hotel or nothing. He just show up. I'm staying with Miles. I'm rooming with Miles. <laughs> Let's get some. Y'all want to play some basketball, fellas? Just make it as uncomfortable as possible if you bake. Because I don't know what else Baker's supposed to do. Huh? Like they, they're gonna have to cut him, right? Like he just has no. Oh, everybody knows yeah. that they have no reason. They, to trade they, they back themselves into a corner with this shit. Like they're at some point they're gonna have to cut him because uh, the, the thing is, Baker can't even really hold out anymore. No one really can uh, because the NFL. CBA. CBA, the uh, the last one they signed basically said for every day you're not at training camp, it's a fifty thousand dollar fine. Uh, so even Deshaun Watson, when he was going through his shit with the contract and the nasty stuff was going on too, uh, he sat out for like two or three days because he was like, "What I'm not about to do is just burn fifty thousand dollars a day right. or not coming to practice." And if if it gets to the point where Baker Mayfield is still on the Browns roster in July. He is going to show up to training camp because he what he's to. not going yeah. to. He's he, what are you going to do? You're going to burn what a hundred thousand dollars in two days, hundred fifty thousand dollars in a week of practice? Like no, sir. Uh, you will see my ass there day one. That's what I'm. Uh, I think he got to be there. Like I, I need to make this as uncomfortable. I'm. T- he still got to park in the QB one spot. He got to sit first chair in all the meetings. They showed up like Deshaun's over his log. He's like, eh, somebody put number four stuff here. Just move all this shit up. <laughs> six is back in town. Yeah, to <laughs> gonna put a hashtag ride with six on his. Uh, yeah, on the, like on the Sean's locker. I would just like again. He's going to have to because it's just like okay. This was the respect y'all showed me. This right. respect I'm gonna show y'all. Right, and you know when you hear the stuff with the the Baker trade, and you see like you'll see reporting around the Baker trade where the language will be teams don't want to do the Browns a favor. And it's not because like they don't want to do the Browns a favor because uh, they've backed themselves into this corner and they need some help. They don't want to do them a favor because they gave Deshaun Watson five years, $230 million guaranteed. 
Uh, and that is something that NFL owners do. That's a trend that NFL owners don't want to follow. Because if you're Patrick right. Mahomes and you see Deshaun Watson got $230 million guaranteed, 500, 500, if you, a million. Again, a million guaranteed. <laughs> dude, if I'm Lamar Jackson right now, I, th- I feel like I think he's the next one to get paid that hasn't. I'm like, listen, whatever number y'all starting with, we better be talking 100%. Okay, I, 80% guarantee. I'll let y'all off the hook. 80%. Y'all can give me 200 and only. I don't know, 180 of it guaranteed because I like y'all. But yeah, that's other teams are gonna be like, hey man, trade for him. We was trying to trade for him, so that ain't nothing. But y'all gave him this, which is something to point to. Not everybody is gonna point to this. Why? And I saw some, I think it was Browns Panthers play week one, maybe, or early. And it was like a trade, and whoever wins or whoever loses that game would have to pay for the entirety of Baker Mayfield's salary. <laughs> because I think I think it's uh yeah pull up Baker if you can. I think it's like 18 million. It's like he would get traded to the Panthers and yeah, whoever if you lose the Baker Mayfield bowl, yeah, let's see what his contract. And I, I, yeah, you got to pay the front of the burn of it. I like that quarterback they drafted, Matt Coral. I think he's going to be good. It's going to be good right away though. Because they sting now. Shoot, all he has to do is be better than Sam Darnold. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, is, he's okay. 18, I think, yeah, 18, all cap hit, all dead cap, all that. So if they, I mean, they're going to have to cut him. They just have to eat 18, man. Yeah. Eat eight. Not only do you eat 18, if you handle this any kind of way differently, you could have traded for some midday pick, like something, some type of value. And probably not have had to pay all 18. You might go to split it up somehow. I think the 49ers are kind of going through this too with Jimmy. Mm. Where you, and that's a, a separate case because Jimmy was like hurt when they started doing trade offers and I think got surgery while they were going through the process. But I think at some point, just for like the health of your organization, you might have just got to take an L on like the draft picks you thought you were going to get back in the situation. Right. Because what we can't have is, you know, for the 49ers, what we can't have is trading three picks or first or three trading three first round picks for Trey Lance and year two, he's not the starting quarterback day one of training camp. Can't have that. Right. And if you're the Browns, you've you've made such a, a, a big stir this season already by trading for the nasty man. You can't have another distraction by Baker coming in and pouting which he absolutely will and causing a scene with the media which he absolutely should because again he should which he should if i was baker i was like i will show i will dare them to call what i'm doing a distraction and not call what he's doing a distract please please say that shit please say me acting up is a distraction but we're hearing stuff about oh he sent he apologized for making her cry he don't know why she cried but she was crying and he's sorry yeah but he's but i'm the distraction got right and the thing with baker is these rookie contracts, this is the last year of his. They're, they're guaranteed. So mm. they, they already that $18,858,000, that's coming to his bank account no matter what. So Regardless. He, why not show up? Why not show up and just be a huge dickhead and say, oh, you should have you traded me before you traded for this guy. Now look at you. You look crazy. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's, 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 it's a mess, dude. Uh, I mean, all, all, they have, all they have to do eventually is just like bite like take the L and trade them for like, you know, a 2023 fifth or sixth round pick, which is what's going to come to. That conditional but, something. Yeah, yeah that, that conditional shit. Maybe you can get it up to a fourth if he plays enough games. But 
for some reason, they just have not been willing to accept that that trade yet. Uh, and there were other teams who wanted, you know, a draft pick with Baker. Like, hey, if we take on his contract, <laughs> right. you got to give us a third round pick. They and the Browns like, like Brock Osweiler. Right. And the Browns like, we ain't got no picks. We just traded for the nasty man. So we can't really, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we can't really uh, give out what else we got to get rid of this guy. And like I said, the NFL ain't going to do the Browns no favor. So I think they're just going to have to cut them before training camp at some point hey, and look, eat the money. Grum says, can't, <laughs> you have Baker around. We could talk about that and not the nasty man. Like, hey, hey, no, talk about, talk about six. Didn't he do, didn't he go on a podcast yesterday? Isn't that something? Talk about that. Uh, <laughs> So if something if something does happen with Deshaun and all that dead cap, what 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 happens with the Browns? Do they just fuck them? They have no money then, or yeah, well, I mean, they they literally cannot cut him uh, because let's say well, what, what's the cap? Or right again, now? they could, uh, but they just have to pay the money anyway. So it's well, no, if if it's dead cap, like what's the, this, uh, the salary cap for just for every NFL team? Like there's a, a uniform salary cap, right? Two hundred eight mm-hmm. million. Uh, Okay, so if they cut him, I mean, the dead cap for this year and next year is more than the actual NFL cap space. So you can't do that. I, but what like, if they do if they were like, so yeah, now what? <laughs> what, what, what are you going to do, uh, Goodell? Well, well, I guess they'll just do it. They can always then be the shitty-ass Browns, you know? Uh, <laughs> you, you, that, that would be a roster. Uh, if you have Deshaun Watson eating up, like, 90% of your cap space and he's not even on the team, dude, you're, you're signing, like, us three off the street. Hey, listen. Well, listen. Baker's taking up eighteen. He ain't playing neither. It might be Scooby quarterback out there. Yeah, you don't uh, want to see that. They don't want to see Baker. <laughs> Baker. So, but this is what I'm saying, though. Like with the dead cap, mm-hmm. and you're talking about the percentage of the cap space. You realistically cannot move on from him until 2026. So basically, you have to hope two things. You're Cleveland. One. He that that twenty what the last time we saw him play was twenty twenty that the twenty twenty season yeah. was not a mirage because that was you know statistically the best of his, yeah, season great, of his a, career a great season yeah right and then two that he doesn't do this shit again I th- that's a lot of risk for locking this guy into four years for being the face of your franchise let's say twenty twenty five you've had enough you know for somewhere this has gone wrong we need to move on if you want to cut him that's still the half your cap space dude. So you have to wait till 2026 if you want to do this. Uh, it, it's it's bad. Did his agent just negotiate with like a, a machete on the table? Uh, yeah, yes. Like, was there any? What was the? What did the Browns say no? What were they in a position to say no to? If they were like, I oh no, know. no, no, that 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 that's too much. They'd be like, okay, well, right. Then don't trade for us, right? Because honestly, at this point, why not? Why not make it a clean quarter billion, two hundred fifty million? But what's what's that? At, at, once you're at two thirty, like I don't. I don't know why they stopped there. Uh, let me pull up, uh, pull up Jimmy G if you can, because the thing I want it feels like what's worse than like if Lance still maybe not the starter is if you get him a couple weeks in and he's just not looking like that guy, but Jimmy G is still on the bench. That's when it's like, well, are we trying to win or not? Bench the kid, and it's like you pull Trey Lance twice for Jimmy G, who you don't like, right? But see, this is the thing. The 49ers, like, they're trying to get some value for Jimmy. Look at that dead cap hit. 1.4 million. They could come today if they wanted to. Oh, uh, true. Uh, yeah. So it wouldn't, that, it wouldn't that, cripple them as much like nah, that. That's just like a that's just a blip on the radar. Uh, right. So I don't I don't I don't really know what they're holding out for there. I personally think it'll be funny to see him get cut and then sign with the Seahawks and then 
they somehow beat the 49ers. Get I them think twice a year. <laughs> get them twice. That, that's the chaos uniform that I'm looking for, or universe I'm looking for. Yeah, he just goes, he's like, listen, Trey Lance doesn't read the left side of the field. Just don't bother. He just gives him all his tips. <laughs> if, if, if his glove's strapped up, he's throwing long. Like, just, it, it's easy. We're going to beat this kid, no problem. Yeah. The, like, I don't understand why Carolina hasn't tried to get him because Carolina has decided that they're going to try to be competitive this year for whatever reason. Because Matt Rule already... trying to save his job. That's the yeah. reason that Carolina's right. trying right. to be competitive. Look, I, I, Jimmy G might get you to year four, Matt. I know that I know Sam Darnold won't, and Matt Corral probably won't either. Not this year, like not not rookie, and I yeah, I'm like I'm fine with Corral long term, but again, he's this is what year three of a seven year deal for Matt Rule, so yeah. they I feel like they probably wanted to this past year. It was just like this, like just the way the quarterback position was handled. Where do, where's Joe Brady at? Where did he end up? I don't know. I actually don't remember if he ever landed anywhere. Yeah, what? Let's um, see where. where uh, he quarterback is, quarterback for the Bills. Oh, oh man, you come on, man. A lot of work you'll have to do. I'm the I'm the shooting coach for Steph Curry. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh is going real hard. You see Steve, see Stephon down there, hundred miles per hour. Yeah, Let's go. find him. <laughs> and then yeah, listen, Joe Brady's like 31. He'll be he'll be the it guy again soon. It was just a little blip on the radar. I did not yeah. know he was caught. That's a it's good good place to be, man. I'd go there, like Mahomes anywhere, Alabama. Just do the Bill O'Brien thing. I'm I'm the quality control guy for Alabama now. That's what I, I keep yeah. the I keep the control quality. Yeah, that Joe Brady shine wore off real quick because there are people talking about him being the head coach, like just a couple years ago. Uh, well, his, honestly. The, this, his stuff, his his offense for the Panthers was really never that impressive, and then <laughs> just even like from a schematic standpoint, it was like super mids. And then you kind of go back to the LSU season, like wait, he had Joe Burrow, Marches, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards. That's four first round picks, and then the offensive line was pretty good too. And Terrence also, if, if we're gonna keep it a buck about that LSU offense. He didn't even call all the plays, so I don't know why he got all the credit for calling all the plays. That was a split duty between him and another coach who was still at or was still at LSU. I don't know if Brian Kelly retained him. Mm. So Joe, yeah, scroll, Joe Brady got all the shine. down and, Yeah, Joe Brady got all the shine there, and he wasn't doing all the work, uh, which is pretty pretty crazy. Sounds accurate. Let me see, go. I want to see if it'll show like everybody on like that LA. Yeah, here we go. LSU like show. Go down. Uh, a little purple bar. There we go. Yeah, the. Because it'll show like all the players, coaches. I want to see. Because again, this team was fucking loaded, dude. Loaded. Yeah, like, yeah four first round picks on offense. That is. It's just why. How many of these guys even <laughs> just have Wikipedia pages? Grant Delpit. That's just. That's defense. just. Christian like, Fulton was a second round pick. Christian Fulton. Yeah, Kalevon Chase. Like, even the ones that didn't work out, they were still Derek first Stingley. round pick. Patrick Queen. Derek Stingley was a fresh. That was Derek Stingley's best year. Yeah. Coaching staff. You had Orgeron. You had Dave Aranda, who's a was it Baylor now? Yeah, he's balling. Yeah, at Brett Baylor. Right yeah, now. He's he was a he was an assistant on this. Like that's how loaded this team was. Yeah. And what was it? Kevin Coyle was he the other guy? I feel like I've heard that name. Uh, defensive coordinator. Okay, he's defensive. State. Maybe not. I was sort of like the no. Uh, play I, I, call I don't remember guy. which guy was who was with. Uh, it might be Steve Emser. Uh, 
I think that yes, offensive that, that, analysts that might that's be the guy who was working with. Uh, that's the guy who's working with Joe Brady and Con Place. I remember his face. Uh, yeah, yeah, like this team. Which again, hey, there's a lot of stack teams, and a lot of them don't cook like this one. So I'll give credit right, where it's right. due. But yeah, I, I get why people on, were hot on Joe Brady. Yeah, but then he got to the NFL, and I was like, there's nothing special about what he's doing right now. Uh, okay, I see what the deal was. <laughs> Listen, okay, he. Before we get at it, we'll take a guess. It, he's about to go into 2022 as the Bills' quarterback coach. When is he either? I was, I was an offensive coordinator or head coach of a. I could, I could still see like he's young enough to where I think he could go back to college. Like I don't know if he's in love with the pros. Maybe he is, but yeah. he's got 30, 32. Like he's got. I'm, I'm options, trying to think options, of, options. What, what teams are going to be shuffling their coaching staffs? In the, the near future, that might bring him on as a year OC. From now. Because the thing was, uh, if I remember this from my time covering the uh, the, uh, the Giants, if Wink Martindale had gotten that job instead of Joe Judge, he was going to bring Joe Brady. He was going to poach Joe Brady from Carolina and bring him on to be the OC um, mm. with the Giants. So there's yep. going to be someone out there who you know might take a, a swing on him after things go poorly for. Uh, the or for the you know some of these teams around the league, but I don't know exactly where that would pop up. Uh, couldn't be me. Wouldn't be me hiring a future Cowboys head coach. <laughs> if, if Sean Payton, when Sean Payton turns it down in a year because he wants to make forty million like Tom Brady on TV, I could see Joe Brady. Actually, uh, rocking that's, the star. that's that's not a bad one because he he used to work with Sean. Like he was an offensive assistant on the same school. Knows football. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking offensive coordinator, not head coach. It would be with yeah. So Sean, Sean Payton, Brady, Joe Brady combo. He'll yeah. start. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and then Sean calls all the plays, and Joe Brady gets a recognition for having a good offense. You know, mm-hmm. and then he gets a head coaching job. Coaching weight. That's, or that's coaching weight. Rehab- he's that's a rehabilitation plan. We just knocked it out right there. Yep, yep. he'll be back. Um, that was we started with Jay. We started with Theodore Rex. Went to some Jay Leno. Ended with yeah. how Joe Brady will be NFL Coach of the Year and. 18 months or so. <laughs> wow. So that was fun. That was a that was fun. Um, yeah, thank you to chat as always. Thank you to Charles McDonald. Exemplus is out. Who was on it this week? Uh, we had Gail Bean, who plays uh, Wanda on Snowfall. Uh, that was a great interview. I, I did that with my buddy Tyler Times. And then we had uh, the show. Ben Solak. Yeah, friend of the show. And then we had Ben Solak on for the second half, we just talked about teams that are kicking off their rebuilds in the NFL. But definitely, everyone check out the uh, the uh, interview with Gail Bean. Found out that her dad is a running backs coach for the Browns, uh, which is really? why she's a Browns. Yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting. interesting. Scott Mitchell is her dad. He's been coaching the NFL for like two decades. It uh, could, couldn't have been any other position but running back, huh? <laughs> yeah. He yeah. did that to spite me, school. Yeah, um, he, he knew. He, he knew. He knew. Twenty years he ago, knew. he knew. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, exemplarism is out it, now. Check it out for sure. Yes, listen to that on the way out. If we get a five star review, thumbs up in the YouTube, subscribe in the chat so you can join us tomorrow. Thank you to School for pushing our buttons. Thank you to Charles. We will catch everybody tomorrow.